Oh my God, we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, Tornado Tag Podcast live in color, I guess you would say. Look at yeah, those colors in the background. It's way better than when we did the black and white podcast for yeah. a while. Yeah, we, uh, that was weird. We have upgraded so much. You know, we went from black and white to, to color. <laughs> black to, and white. To, what when you talk about old time matches like the old Starcades when they had the Legends <laughs> match, it was in black funny and white. If we could find a way to, a way to do that. Yeah, the first Slamboree, they would do yeah, like Bob Slamboree, McDaniel yeah. would wrestle in black and white. Yeah. I was like, this is pretty cool. But they wouldn't mention it. It's just like, here's a legend match, and it's black and white. One of these days, we're going to hit high definition, and we're going to take off. It's going to get big for us. Isn't this HD already? Yeah, it was just me. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we want to start off right away with thanking our people who support us over at the Patreon. Uh, If you want to join us, head over to patreon.com. I believe it's just slash in uh, IWEP network. Um, if, if for all these links, you can go and check out our brand new website, www.iwepnetwork.com. All of our shows are on there. You can click on Tornado Tag Podcast, head on over. I take you right to our merch page, right to our link tree, because we do have more than one merch page, but we link, link our main one, um, as well as uh, our all of our social media. You can check out episodes, video, the whole nine. It's all on there. It's really cool. If you are on there, please take a couple minutes and leave a review. It'll take you straight to Apple, It'll or you can leave a review straight on the website, and we will read those reviews live on the air and let uh, and have some fun interaction live chat is open if you are watching live you can uh, say what's up that's and then if you are watching make sure you hit that share let people know what you're watching but let's get into the patreon tommy borat while uh, boar's wrath tree of life tommy Metaphys- borat. Yeah. Yeah, borat. Borat, yeah and his wife yeah. Yeah, and his wife uh tree of life metaphysical shop high risk in other words jay horror and austin Blackwell. Thank you guys so much for your support. It helps us a lot. We get to use that money to uh, do cool things and 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 upgrade the equipment and uh, pay for things like StreamYard that we're using and yeah. other things that we're using. The site. It helps. Yeah. yeah. Pay for the domain names, all that. So it really, really helps us out. There's no bonus content on Patreon, uh, only because everybody on there pretty much doesn't just says we're here for support. If we get a lot more people and you want bonus content, we'll figure out a way or we'll find some cool stuff to put on there. Um, for, and then we want to thank our sponsor. We have a few sponsors now, which is super exciting. Abaddon Tattoo Studio, a unique professional experience nestled in the small town of Pine Grove, Pennsylvania so and Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Yeah, put Bigger. one of the... What? One of the... Uh sponsor names oh, or are you no we're gonna leave that oh, okay. off for now because there's now there's more than one and oh, I, okay. I, I don't have things for everybody yet oh, so yeah. I, i'm just gonna leave it blank um nestled in the small town of pine grove pennsylvania they provide high quality tattoos and piercings in a relaxed professional and sterile environment um you can check out their links as well as on our, on our website if you go to our sponsors uh, all their stuff is there um our new sponsor the tree of life shop uh, we are dedicated to providing quality, metaphysical, and holistic goodies to you. Not only are we are an online presence, but we have a brick-and-mortar uh, st- uh, shop located in Ringtown, Pennsylvania. We have everything. We have every. We have something for everyone. So stop in, shop online, and see what you can find. Mm-hmm. Come grow with us. No, oh, wow. we will be there live on location next weekend. The fifth. Yes. Um, Is that right? I forget what whatever, whatever next Saturday yeah. is. We will be there on location. Um, we'll be doing a uh, Truth Behind Illusion on location. Won't 20, be live. 23rd. 23rd, yeah. not Won't be live. We'll be recording stuff. I guess they're having like a local folklore oh, go, ghost cool. story day. And you and then they're doing like a paint and sip. It's going to mm-hmm. be like a community day there. We will be there uh, doing podcasting on uh, live on location. We'll also be live this Saturday 
uh, not live, sorry, recording this Saturday in Jim Thorpe. If you would like to come up and hang out with the podcast at for the day. The Flagstaff in at Jim the Flagstaff Thorpe, Pennsylvania. will be live yeah. in BCW. Um, we'll be doing uh, Truth Behind Illusion uh, recording later on that night at the old jail. Oh, that's not the Flagstaff. Yeah, we're really, really excited. <laughs> is that the Flagstaff at all? Don't go to Flagstaff. Yeah, don't go to Flagstaff. Come to Jim go Thorpe. Go to jail. Go to jail yeah, with Jim us. Is, is, um, it's a come cool hang place. Out. And Jim then Thorpe is very cool, yeah. Our last sponsor. Ooh, this network oh, who, who's? is sponsored by Poddex. Oh, wow, yeah. So this is a, uh, it's kind of neat. It's one of those things that I, I fell in love with when they when they first started. And then since pandemic and everything, they've really blown up. And it's really exciting to see that them get so popular. And I was actually one of the first people to buy a deck from them. You were an early adopter. I was. Uh, Poddex are unique interview question and episode starting uh, prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you are a new podcaster or an existing podcaster looking to grow your audience and get more engagement, you're going to want to check out poddex.com. Use code IWEP Network for 10% off your first order. So you can head over there. And they also have a um, an app you can download and pay like if you don't want to, because they have a ton of decks. Yeah. And there's decks that they don't even have physical yet, I don't think, that you can just but use uh, mm, digital. On the, on the, there is a pro oh. wrestling deck. Oh. So maybe one episode we can just, we can do a Powered by Pod Decks app episode. We'll randomly draw a card and yeah, talk about wonder it. What, yeah, wonder It'd what be it fun. Like, um, who's your favorite like, Intercontinental Champion or something like that? I'll actually give you a quick We already look. had that question a few weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. My answer was Mr. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> right, just, um, What's your favorite belt design? There we go. Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> the so the first question would be, what would your stable slash faction team name be? Oh the Intercontinental my. Champion. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the no Tornado Tag Podcast. Oh, we already go. have that. Um, who has the best slash worst ring attire? The reigning intercontinental champion. Well, the best and the, and the worst. Oh, geez, that's that's a good one. Yeah. That's one you have to really think about. Yeah, so we can. There's been a lot of good gear, and there's been a lot of bad gear. I mean, not everybody has Andy Header gear. And that's that's true. Always had good gear. Yeah, you, you always do. You got to look like a somebody, and then people are like, we don't watch you. If you have shitty gear, and then someone's gonna look at you like, ah, maybe he's good. I don't know. Uh, Body Slams Podcast and hanging out with us live saying they love listening to us. Thank you so, so much. It means the world to us. You guys have a great show as well. Um, if you want to check us out, immediately check, check them out. Immediately following off the show around 9 o'clock, they go live. So go over to Body Slams Podcast on Facebook and YouTube and Twitch and Twitch. Um, and they have all their fun stuff, too. Really good friends of the podcast. Um, Unfortunately, yeah. after the podcast, I have to watch my favorite football team get drubbed. <laughs> yeah, my team's been taking a little bit of a beating as well. But we're not here to talk about football. We're here to talk about professional wrestling. I'm here to talk about football. (laughs) Spill a beer all over you. Uh, Pour one out for the captain. Yeah. Yeah. So we are talking about Captain Lou Albano, but we can get in some current events. Anything crazy happen? Yeah. Apparently the card for full gear. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Speaking of football, there's a segue for you. (laughs) Speaking of football, uh, Tony Khan, as you may know, uh, Tony Khan and his father, Shad, are... The owners, well, Shad's the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, the NFL's uh, worst team. And well, you can't book football. You can't. And they had a game over the weekend, and apparently they uh, they had a picture of Tony Khan on the sideline, and he had a piece of paper that appeared to have the full card for full gear. <laughs> what? So it was on at, it. he's at the sideline. He just. Booking matches. Yeah, like, like, what was like? <laughs> this game sucks. Yeah. I'm just gonna book my show. I don't like football. I mean, if I did like all the statistics and stuff, I guess you can't do that after the game anyway. Yeah. So I guess he was just booking. Yeah. This is why. <laughs> this is why the owner should never be on the field. Stay in the owner's box. Yep. Yeah. You stay in the owner's box where you belong, and no one can and see And this nothing. doesn't happen. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I hate. It's because of Jerry Jones, the yeah. owner of the Cowboys. But then, is like, the first guy to go, like, always go down the field. If he was holding up to that, whatever, and the car was facing out, like, you got to be somewhat <laughs> conscious of that. Like, oh, oh, shit. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, it, it's it not be, like he was holding like this and someone took a picture, like, behind his shoulder. It would be funny if, like, cause in football, the coach would usually cover their mouth with something when they're calling a <laughs> the, play. The AW <laughs> full gear. Yeah, it's like he's yeah. covering his mouth and it's like Danielson over Suzuki. Yeah, yeah down to the line. 15 minutes. Oh, Jesus. That'd be awesome. It has all the winners and everything. <laughs> what if that's the way that people found out in modern times that wrestling is is all work? <laughs> Tony Khan leaks it. Yeah, Tony Khan leaked it at a football game. And I was like, wait a second. But you know, like, it if says you're, the winners and times. If you're not a wrestling person, you would just look at that and be like, oh, that you wouldn't think that. you wouldn't think twice of it. You'd be like, oh, I don't. Know, I guess that's just scrap paper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Moxley, was he just watching Varsity Blues? Yeah, what's yeah. my um, Michael in the chat says, what's your opinion on Mercedes Martinez winning the Impact Knockouts Tournament? I didn't know she won. Good for her. Yeah, yeah she did. Excellent. Um, great call out, Michael. Uh, great question. Love that. I'm a huge fan of it. I've said many times in the show, she is hands down one of my favorite female talents on the in the world. Did she sign with them? You know? She did. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Good. Uh, Impact need, is making people. some things happen. I'm start Impact's on my radar right now. Yeah. Uh, we are subscribed to the network, so if we yeah. have, we are so they, able to watch it. They kind of fell into that territory of like, oh, they're like, oh, impact. You know, yeah. it wasn't as bad as it was before. Their but booking's not horrible. They're, no, it's they're, just their show. Like, they don't little, have no buzz. It's a little different, yeah. And yeah. and maybe now they can start. Like, there's always been talk about possibly Bray Wyatt might be going there, or uh, former Braun, Braun Strowman. Yeah. The former Braun Strowman. And they the just signed the the inspiration formerly giving them a title shot immediately, which is good and bad. Yeah. A lot of people I, say yeah. when they come in, if they win, what else is there to do? And then yeah. a lot of people will be like, well, they should build the web. That's like, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's back and forth. See, I, I, I think they'll come in and win right away, which may be not a great thing. Yeah. I, I think they should. It's the women's tag titles. Like, Oh, they have like, women's tag titles? Yeah. Oh, well, then no, that's okay. Impact's women's division is very good. Yeah. Very yeah. good. And, and, and good for them because they were well before WWE in – and taking that division seriously with Gail Kim and Kong, yeah. it, it, it it waned a little bit. Like you had Lacey Von Eric, and, yeah, yeah, she was, and things well, like that. But Winter, remember her? Winter, uh, yeah, uh, Katie Lee, yeah, Katie Lee, virtual. And right after they were, they're kind of alluding that they were doing uh, like an incest <laughs> angle with yeah. her and Paul Virtual, oh, and they just scrapped it right yeah. away. Uh, but yeah, going Masha back to too, Masha. Yeah, I was just gonna say that Masha. Uh, uh, Someone that we're big fans of here at the podcast. Uh, we got to work with at a on a on a, on a yeah. personal level at Camp Leafrog and CFU. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a huge I'm I'm very big on Masha. So her getting signed is, is awesome for uh, like for her and super proud of it. We've been saying for a while, we're making posts like get on the Masha mm-hmm. train. It's about to leave the station. You could be the people that were like, we followed her before she got signed. Yeah. Now ha- she's signed. Having yeah. uh, met them a few times now, it's always good the roof now for uh, Ace. Mm-hmm. And uh, she doesn't really wrestle on Impact, but Gia Miller's there too. Yep. Um, and um, another person that I got to, we got to see a little bit, and if you're local to our area, see a lot at the Sanctuary, Jamie Senegal. Mm-hmm. Jamie Senegal, yeah. Jamie yes. Senegal also. Uh, she was in the tournament, right? Was in the tournament, yep. and... and they liked her there, so maybe it's another face you yeah. see a little bit there that that's has some local Hopefully, ties. I think the tournament was mainly all unsigned people, right? I or, believe so. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. part of it was Ma- well, no, Masha well, wasn't in the tournament. To impact, but Masha had a non-title match with uh, Diana Perazzo, who's their knockouts oh, champion. Okay, and, and not only did she have that. Sorry to cut you off, Brian, but this may seem minute for some, but I think moot, if, you mean yeah, moot. If if sorry, um, minute, like minute it's very small. No, minute, yeah. minute oh, bowl, bowl, very big. Yeah, yes. very big. Uh, but six or seven point six. If you're in the business you and you have someone who's like a, a Mickey James, uh-huh. drop your name oh, in a tweet and yeah. say, and hey, Diana, 
this person's a badass. You're in for a fucking. I, we know you like yeah. doing homework on your opponent. Here's a little taste of Masha, and they puts a gift well, of Masha cool. yeah, fucking cool. somebody up. Mickey even did that. Yeah, Mickey. Mickey. Even, is, even if it was you know she didn't know, and they said, "Hey, can you post this?" She said, "Sure." That's still cool. It's a cool thing to come from that account. Yeah, and and because Mickey James is a female legend. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? She's one of the best to ever do it. Even though WWE did not give her a proper send off, yeah, I don't know why. If you release someone who's that many but, times your champion and has done so many things, they, they, in her in their mind, she was old, which is so stupid. Yes. Regardless, yeah. if if Ric Flair were to leave, I'm not saying she's Ric Flair caliber, but in a women's division, well, yeah, she's yeah. real good. And she was at a time when they didn't have many good women, and, she, and she's she's been a trend, uh, a blazing path for the women's division in yeah. any company she goes to. So someone like that to tweet at Masha is awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, that happened before the event, and then after the show was over, it wasn't air, aired or filmed, but the uh, it was the, filmed. They put it out on social yeah, they media. just put it out now. But after the match, Gail Kim comes out and offers Masha a contract. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And Gail Kim, another name, yeah. Who's been synonymous with you know with impact specifically? Yeah, yeah. with making women's division wrestling good. Um, So yeah, we've been saying for a while the independent scene, not uh, the the men and the women, is is completely stacked. And there's just on the the northeast coast alone, the women's division is so fucking heavy. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing it now. We're seeing a lot of these people get opportunities, and it's really exciting. But yeah, so Mercedes Martinez is somebody I'm very excited for. I said. You know, when she came out as a joker, I said, "That's this is the Mercedes is someone her, you, know? you can build a company around. She can be your company, the person who carries your company." And uh, she she has she's gotten big, but she's also leaned up heavily, even more yeah. than she already was. Seeing her at PPW, she looks fantastic. Oh yeah, she's still in good shape, and yeah. she's always been able to deliver. And the she's goods been in wrestling the for at least ten years, I'd say. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the very first Shimmer, which was in like two thousand four. Yeah, she was, in, she was in the main event, and it's a match you should go out of your way to see. Yeah, Mercedes Martinez, first Sarah Maddie? Del Rey. Oh, that's yeah, that is uh, that is an excellent. Match. I wish Sarah would have wrestled on yeah. a big platform. You know, uh, Chelsea Green oh, no, no, versus no, no, like, Ali Catch is shall be interesting as well. Good yeah. call out. We're excited to see that. Is that on Impact? Uh, no, I'm going to guess it's going to be in GCW. Oh, I was going to yeah. say, it's GC- wow, yeah, uh, Captain Impact? Uh, Deanna Perrazzo wasn't officially signed when she beat uh, Jordan Grace for the Impact Women's title, uh, and then she signed her contract after she won, but the title showing up at Impact was, uh, uh, yeah, showing up at Impact was a good call-out, man. Good good stuff in the chat to everyone tonight. Hey, Keep yeah, because we're not very uh, strong followers of Impact, yeah, so yeah. you're, you're but, teaching us. But yeah. while we're bringing up GCW, big announcement there. January 23rd, a Sunday, mm-hmm. they're going to be running the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City. Man, yeah. Remember I said a while ago that would be a place I'd like to see a wrestling show? Yeah. yeah. Check. I have <laughs> seen a wrestling show there. It's a very good venue. It is. I've it's right it. on 34th Street. We will be there. Right, It's right down from the garden. It's a couple yeah. from the garden. Yeah. I don't know if you'll be with yeah, us, but we are going. Yes, yeah. a Sunday will probably be pretty hard for me. I will uh, I will be definitely trying to. That's good for GCW, man. They're really taking Killing off. Killing it. Killing yeah. it. The name's showing up there. Yeah. Briscoes and all, like we said, like we said the last show, it's getting popular, man. It's getting cool. And, you know, it's, it's kind of awesome. Every main event you watch here, your boy Chris Levan yeah, yeah. in those yeah. main events. It's awesome, man. And he didn't get body, any bottles thrown yeah, out of this yeah, time. Yeah, he didn't get, get cut off. The barbed wire or nothing. Good stuff, man. Um, yeah, anything else Impact News? Impact? I don't believe so. Or any any other big news I'm trying to think of? Uh, Crown Jewel is a week from today. I don't, I don't really yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't care about that show. <laughs> so because, apparently but, TLC may have been canceled. The TLC pay-per-view may have been good, canceled. Because yeah. why call a pay-per-view that and then half well, we need a ladder match because it's a TLC show. Like Yeah, I don't like those. Call it something I don't like Hell in a Cell as a pay-per-view. Yeah. Especially when you're gonna do a Hell in a Cell match at Crown Jewel. Yeah. Yeah. Like um uh big uh war tomorrow. We have uh the, oh, yes. the last half hour of SmackDown, because SmackDown's gonna be two and a half hours. 
and the, the, the last half hour is going to be commercial free, and it's going up against AEW Rampage. Yeah, because Rampage starts at 10, mm-hmm. and then SmackDown starts at what? It's going to be from 8 to 10.30 instead of 8 to 10. Oh, okay. Because so they add a half hour to go yeah. head to head with Rampage. It's and then... not going to be on Fox this week. That's oh, why. that's why, yeah. So I Rampage actually won. seen someone take a, the clip that I guess has been posted online of Tony Khan saying, we don't care, like... We want we want to go. Tony Khan spoke in the bear a little yeah. bit. What he said, his actual thing was, I, I, he goes regardless of what the ratings are. He, this is what he said in the thing too, but this wasn't in that post. Regardless of what the ratings are, we will have the better show. No, oh, yeah, I so, agree. So Probably. he, so he, so he <laughs> yeah, even I said agree. like he's not saying that we're going to dominate them in the ratings. We're going to kick their ass. Yeah. He goes, I think when it comes to our show on their TV and and our their show on TV, mm-hmm. we will be the better show. He goes, their 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 go home show on Raw. Was awful. Yeah, it was fucking it, terrible. It, it was pretty. Bad. I forget yeah. what the main event of SmackDown. It's either it's Sasha against either Becky or Charlotte. I forget no, which sure. one. No, no, it's a tag match, isn't it? Isn't it Sasha and who's the heel? Probably something we've seen a hundred times. It's Sasha, Becky, Charlotte, and Bianca. Two teams that are going to wrestle each I think other. That, no, that was Rawls. Oh, wasn't it? Oh, that's right. It all bleeds. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it's it's the same. Wait, it, it, Love look, the show, look, guys. Look, keep it going. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank and, you, Mike. Uh, Crown Jewel. What a joke. Yeah. Um, yeah, look at Dynamite from last week. Dynamite, Raw, and SmackDown. What was the better show? Probably Dynamite. Mm-hmm. I'd say Dynamite. I only seen a little bit, but Raw was not good and SmackDown was okay. I would really love... I, I watched them. I watched them. I watched everything. I would really... Besides if you're drawing the line in the sand and you just purely hate AEW because you're a WWE mm-hmm. guy, I, I really want to know what makes you stick around for three hours of Raw and I, think yeah, it's a better habit. show. Habit. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't. I can't. I, I'll have it on in the background while I'm like doing show prep yeah. for Murder My Dude or I'm doing something else. I, I, it's past, Raw is like past, like Dynamite, I'm locked in. I'm watching. Yeah. Raw, I'm not really. Yeah. I Raw, put, I, Raw, I have one eye on the TV, hard. one eye on my phone. It's hard yeah, to I put st- it on and then now I got Hulu Live and then I just do other stuff, you know? Yeah. I'm like, well, what's happening now? And then if it's someone I like, I watch. Like, yeah. I watch mm-hmm. the promo with uh, Charlotte. Not everything in, in Raw and SmackDown is dog shit. Yeah, no. I thought, there are good things, but when things are bad, it's it, real bad. It, it hurts your entire show. I yeah. thought Ricochet and who did Ricochet wrestle? Xavier Woods, I believe. I thought yeah. that was very good this week. Yeah. But then did you see how the, uh, oh, the matches are real short? Like the, Queen's tournament, yeah. the total Every match time matches. is seven minutes or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Ugh. They do not care about their win. No, Dude, just the main event. We literally it. turned around and said WWE has the best. At one point in time, we turned around and said WWE has the best women's division did, on the no, planet. Well, NXT did for a while. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was just saying WWE in general. Yeah. NXT mm-hmm. and WWE has the best women's I think ju- they still do, talent-wise. They still do have the best women's division. Man, but well, just if you're not Becky Lynn, if not one of the horse women or Bianca, they're not really, yeah. they don't really care about But you. the tide has changed, man. Like, these other shows... The AEW didn't really do much different in their women's division. They're just booking it properly. Yeah. And it's exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. And and Britt Baker is a star. Yeah. Thunder Rosa is a star. Uh, Jade Cargill is inexperienced, but she has that something about her. And she's going to, if she, if she can really if get the in ring side of it down. Okay. Yeah. Then she'd be something. Mm-hmm. But that's why, to keep her in darkness, I keep learning, yeah. Win, getting wins. Well, if but. you uh, pay attention to Tony Khan's paper, that's not happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah uh, true know. or false, The Rock versus Roman to settle ahead of the table will be at WrestleMania? That's what everyone is saying, yeah. but I don't, it all depends on if, if The Rock has a movie or not. If The Rock is willing to do it and the movie companies are willing to let him, it will happen, but who knows? Yeah. yeah. Rock got to be Black Adam. And the, I kind of want to see Black Adam more than Rock versus Roman. It would be a great way to promote that movie when it drops, when it's getting close. It would be if they could, like, if it works out, you know, because movie and, companies are funny. And they're always going to be scared because the last time The Rock had a match, he got hurt. Well, not the one with Eric Rowan, but yeah. the because that was like 
a rock bottom and a pin. But when he wrestled Cena at WrestleMania 29, he got hurt. And it held up filming. And then the Hollywood studios are like, no more wrestling. Yeah, because yeah. then... It's You're costing us money. The the unions that are the filming of the movies. Not just The Rock, you know? Yeah. So it's a, it's a lot of, lot involved. All right, we'll get one more, one cool more from the happens. chat here because you guys are killing it. Uh, in my opinion, I can see Mandy Rose beating Raquel Gonzalez for the championship at NXT Halloween Havoc. Yeah. Well, probably, and then Raquel goes to Raw SmackDown. Yeah, Raquel. Flounders. Raquel's probably not, not her own fault. She's big, so yeah. she has size. She... Um, She's not awful. No, w- no, she she WWE got a lot better in, in a short time. Cannot book the monster of their divisions. So I'm not saying she's a monster, Especially but she's bigger a, a than everybody woman, else. Yeah, they yeah. don't know what to do. Yep. Like when they had a uh, Karma cry, that was um uh, Awesome Kong. Yeah, that was awful. But that was not good. Not only are you doing Raquel and Mandy Rose, but it's spin the wheel, make oh, the no, deal. I like that. Yeah, I'm excited. Like NXT is kind of in like eh, I don't really care, but I watched the Halloween Havoc to watch. Yeah, the Halloween Havoc's amazing. Yeah. All right, uh, where are we at here? Twenty-two minutes. Uh, let's get a quick. Let's do something we wouldn't we would normally do towards the end, uh, before we get into our topic, and then we'll do it again towards the end. Uh, Andy, uh-huh. anything coming up that you want to plug or talk about? You know, I don't really have any shows lined up for October except the the Sanctuary Friday one, which is the twenty. How about that poster? Eighth? That little banner? Yeah, I'm on the 5701, yeah. So. Yeah, the last Friday. Yeah, now they have a lot of shows coming, and a lot of times I, I get confused on what the 29th. Yeah. Yeah, so check out the Sanctuary uh, on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, I believe that's my only yeah. show in October. Yeah, actually, you can, they're wrestling having a 570 Fights, which is going to feature mm-hmm. a lot of the people from the local area uh, wrestling in well, the Sanctuary. Well, yeah, that, the, the whole gimmick is only people yes. out of the 570 yep. area code and, so uh, of uh, Northeast Pennsylvania. Our entire team will be there. You'll be in the ring mm-hmm. uh, yeah. wrestling. No matches or announced Well, you'll be in the ring stunt fighting. Yes. And we will be... Up on the up on the balcony, making the calls, stunt mm-hmm. commentating, stunt, stunt commentating. <laughs> yeah, um, we I love that place. I have such a good time. Yeah, it's, it's always a fun time. I, I, I have such a blast. But it, come come hang out in the sanctuary. Um, then uh, just announced uh, Kit Raff put out with uh, along with Chajun. Um, they're doing a movie, like a, a movie yeah. style yeah, show. But it, it, it is a live show that you can't go to. And that's the twenty fourth. And some stuff will October. probably not air right away. And yeah, they're flatmates add versus the Impeccables. Yep, Kita. I was Keita Murray is coming yeah. back to Pennsylvania to with Kit Raff yeah, on our logo. Their tag team. So you can come and hang out and see a filming of a, a wrestling movie. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there'll be another one popping up eventually. Yeah, there probably will be an error match too. Yeah. I assume. So come check out that. That's going to be really fun at the sanctuary. Um, and, and the flatmates are always going to do something to entertain you. Always. Absolutely. Um, that's actually the only place you can exclusively see Trajan at this point in time. Yeah, right now. Sanctuary. He's yeah. a sanctuary exclusive for the moment. Yep. And the. Uh, also, PPW. We we were not at the last show. Yeah, me and the Brian, next one's not until November. But we will be back for the November show, and they already announced Carlito and uh, Tito Santana. Arriba. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, Arriba. And uh, Devon Dudley's And Tito is kids. 60, 68. 68. Yeah. I think he's still going to wrestle. I seen so him, I seen him wrestle in Shenado when yeah, I, was, back when in I was a kid. And I did they announce... Uh, are we getting the rubber match? Is that this show? Uh, they show announced Casey the Iron and Man Davey? match, yes. 30, yeah, 30-minute 30 Iron Man match. Casey, Navarro, and Davey Richards... Go out of your way to see that. I believe that is the only match announced so far. Yeah. I think so. The Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, and that's PPW now. We're talking. Uh, Ross said they are filming, and of course, wrestling a match as well. Oh, awesome. there we go. So Ross is in the comments. So there you cool, go. Cool, cool. Yeah, so check out the Sanctuary. Uh, PPW coming up. No, Nothing for Outbreak really right now. No, no, no shows announced for Outbreak. Uh, True Wrestling is back on, uh, when, when is that? The I forget. 20... And they have, uh, what did they announce for that? We are, we are actually. Um, it's, I, it's somebody they announced. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, uh, oh, boy. I'll have to look it up. We, we were invited to do production at a place in Jersey the same day that you went to go to Backbreakers. 
Oh. Uh, I told him I will hold off. We'll get back to them because I know you really want to see Michael get a Michael uh, Gary Michael Capetta? Yeah. So, uh, He's back, a very nice guy. Uh, we met him at uh, oh, yeah, Alex Hamburg. Shelley will be at True Wrestling. Oh, that's awesome. Scary Good Wrestling. I love it. the current, yeah. uh, relatively new uh, IWTV champion. world champion. World champion. Officially recognized by Pro Wrestling Illustrated as a world title. It's super exciting. That's right. And that is October 23rd. So, Saturday, October 23rd. Uh, scary Alex good Shelley. Alex Shelley in action. They didn't say who he's wrestling. Scary yet. good wrestling. Yeah, I like the name of that show. So they didn't. They, I don't believe they announced any matches at all. Just that Alex yeah. Shelley's there. So That's all you need to announce. Yeah. Alex Shelley Alex is Shelley's, amazing. Yeah, I will say this. Maybe him versus Tony Devin. He's a very. He's a scary good wrestler. But as long as he has that title around his waist, oh, Avery yeah. Yeah. Good. Oh, professional Colin. wrestler is always going to be in the hiding in the shadows. Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. holy dog shit, that's a match I want to watch. Yeah, Avery Good versus Alex Shelley. Yeah, Shelley and Wheeler Yuta was excellent at uh, IWTV Untitled. I'm trying to think, but well, you might be able to watch the Machine Guns versus would it be Creator Wrestler and somebody? <laughs> or... it's very possible. Yeah, Ultimo I, I Breakfast. Think it might maybe? have happened, but it's one of those matches that but not now. We I had mean... Daniel Bryan versus Kenny Omega, and now we're going to get them. Yeah, it's different. totally different. Yeah, it's a completely different match. I, I would have to imagine that that. Avery Good, professional at wrestler, some time, yeah, at and some Alex point. Shelley cross paths yes. at some point. And yeah. Chikara, tag, tag World Grand Prix. Oh, it's fucking I like to call Grand Prix. Super exciting. Yeah, the Grand Prix. Yeah, so True Wrestling, I'm trying to think of any other shows that are... The only one I know is Brack Breakers, and also you go with oh, yeah, like WXW. They're November 6th, yeah, and, yeah. and WXW runs once a month usually mm-hmm. out of Allentown, same building all the time. But they they don't they usually announce the card, but I don't think they announce matches. Yeah, I mean, I so we'll, we'll we'll keep you updated with that. But that's kind of what we have going on right now. Brian, what do you got to plug? And the local independent, as always, uh, Project Two Hundred Dot This where you can find my other podcasts, Murder My Dude and Cheesesteak Suplex. Uh, no Murder My Dude this week. That is a bi-weekly show. That'll be next Sunday. This Sunday is just Cheesesteak Suplex. Uh, we're talking about uh, wrestling figures, uh, fig feds, eighties uh, toys, mm. things like that. Fun time. And then next week for Murder My Dude, which will be a week from Sunday, it'll be coming out. I believe we're going to go back to what we kind of what we did on the very first episode, the very first Murder My Dude. It's all so long ago, about three years ago. Wow. Uh, we we reviewed Halloween. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We reviewed the new that. Halloween movie. And uh, so this upcoming episode, we're going to be talking about Halloween Kills, the new one. Oh, the new one. Exciting out this weekend. That actually might be... If, if it comes, it's supposed to be coming on Peacock. Yeah, right it's going to yeah. be in theaters and it's going to be on Peacock as well. Oh, wow. That'll solidify it. That's oh, wow. We're actually so debating NBC what. NBC owns Halloween then? I guess so. It we might be actually, a universal. Okay. Might we, be universal we're studios. debating if, if it comes on Peacock, that's what we're going to talk about as well at Not Cool in High School. So it'd be kind of cool to see what we all thought of it. And we're going to talk about some other shows like, um, I haven't finished watching that Squid Game show, but any, any kind of murder I that's shows. that's now, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like the biggest show ever on Netflix. Oh, wow. Had the fir- biggest, most watched show for f- their first month ever on Netflix. Wow. Yeah. And, um, That's crazy. People don't probably, like it because you have to read subtitles. Oh, it's just, oh, they, oh what, is it all in a different language? It's a, it's a Korean show. Oh, okay. I, it's, I, basically, <laughs> it's basically these uh, people in Korea who are down on their luck. They need money. So they Very battle royale. It's if you ever seen the movie Battle Royale, oh, is it is it real or is it a, no. no 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 scripted. no it's, it's a scripted show. Oh, okay, yeah. and basically they have them play these schoolyard games where if you lose you die. Oh okay, and they're playing for like an obscene amount of money. Kill that vibration there. And uh, so we that? might cover that. We're probably going to cover Only Murders in the Building, which is a show on Hulu with uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short. Great show. And so yeah, there's any kind of murder shows. Uh, Chucky. We'll probably talk about Chucky because Chucky just started. I didn't see that yet. I heard it was good though. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I watched the first, first episode on. Uh, oh, sorry, burped in the mic. Uh, is on the Nef- uh, YouTube right now. 
Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. It's probably yeah, also on Peacock because that's a USA sci-fi show. Yeah. Yeah. You would think. Um, the only thing I have to say is just check out the IWP network, uh, www.iwepnetwork.com for all social media, merch, the whole nine. Uh, like I said, leave us a review. And next week, we are going to be joined by another fellow podcaster, Tiffany. Uh, the oh, queen of the indies will be joining us next week on tornado tag podcast we're going to talk how she got into podcasting what makes her obsession with the local indie scene she's more from the jersey new york area so she travels up and down those mm-hmm. areas uh we'll find out some of her favorite um talent that and, she enjoys what seeing is the name of her podcast she is on the no holds bar network mm-hmm. and i believe her show is just the queen of the indies or okay. it's, it's, i think it's named it i have to double check um but yeah she's gonna be on next week so very excited for that cool. and then we have another podcaster um, I don't want to announce anything. I don't want to jinx it. All I'm going to say is there's about five people when it comes to interviewing and, and, and podcasting that I listen to or that, that has gotten me inspired, like the mm-hmm. Rogans, the Howard Stearns, the Kevin Smiths. This person's relatively new, and I would put in my top five of all time of people oh, wow. I really respect and what they do. And, it uh, is Rogan. I'll just spoil yeah, it. Yeah. And they, they will be on the podcast. <laughs> but he's going, he's going, he's going, he's going I, I'm going to gonna debate him about vaccines. It's going to be great. <laughs> he yeah. wants to talk for your factor. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we have someone who's really exciting, who's a big deal to us. I'm going to talk to Rogan um, about the Man Show when, he, <laughs> when him and Doug Stanhope did the Man Show. Great show. Um, uh, the, well, the people hated their version. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug Stanhope is my favorite living comedian. We got the and, eggs. The uh, eggs are back, baby. Mario's in the chat. Go check out Mario on uh, on the IWP Network. Welcome back podcast. Yeah. And yeah, so so Doug Stanhope said about the Man Show. Just a quick aside. Because like people come to me like you ruined the mantra. It's like it's the man show. I didn't ruin the wire. Yeah, there's like, not. He's like I yeah. would ruin it again twice as bad for half the money. Yeah, it's girls <laughs> jumping on trampolines. You know, it's like it's not really that. Yeah, it ain't Lord of the Rings. All right. Well, we hit our we hit our banter news segment. Uh, like I said, IWEP Network. You can check out great shows, Truth Behind Illusion, interviews with everyday people, Not Cool in High School podcast, Bang and Beers podcast, which will be live this Sunday. Oh. Um, Hi, with other words, we like wrestling podcast, and Welcome Back. So definitely go check those out. We have a collaboration coming up really soon with Welcome Back and Truth Behind Illusion. Uh, Truth Behind Illusion getting a lot of love since it's been back. So uh, oh, the the Tree Life just shared something like two hours ago about the uh, coming on the twenty third. 23rd? Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, they yeah. Did. And if you do sorry. come to uh, the Tree of Life sticker? or you come to Jim Thorpe, we have brand new stickers. We can yeah, give they, you guys they, some they stickers. They shared that logo and they said coming on the 12th. They, they have us there at noon. So, yeah, I don't Yeah, we'll be there. Whatever. Whenever they open. We'll be there all day. <laughs> yeah. So, super exciting. Let's get into our topic Captain Lou Albano. The Captain, baby. Yeah. <laughs> One of the all time characters, I think, in yeah. wrestling. Has anyone here met him? I have not. And it's a little too late now. Mm, I'm going to say no. I met him twice. <laughs> oh, wow. Go, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say no that I haven't, but maybe. <laughs> I met him the same day I met Jimmy Snuka. Okay, in, at that show in... In uh, Hazleton. Oh, oh. Yep. And then I met him one other time, I believe, at the Frackville Mall, Schuylkill Mall. Okay. Oh, wow. He was there one time well, doing a signing. Well, you know, the, the, the Samoans used to run Hazleton. Yep. Right up from... Uh, one of the sanctuaries would be like over two blocks down so you know, on the main street. You know Hazleton Heights, when you take that one exit and there's like that little indoor flea market area... Like in, in, it's like a inside building, and then has like just like it looked like a, a giant hometown auction inside of a building. He was in there, and then on the outside of the building, they had a little canopy tent, uh-huh. and they put a wrestling ring oh, in there. Wow. And Jimmy Snooker wrestled the main event, um, but Captain Lou was also there signing autographs. Wow, how yeah. about that? So he, he was probably at WXW, well, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And they're right in the main street there, small building, yeah. but it was, it was. I was there two times, I think. Not Once wrestling. again, we always talk about our love for the role of manager, mm-hmm. and boy, was he fucking good at what he did. Yeah, one of the best. Yeah, one of the best. And 
He wasn't always a manager. That's what he's most known for. Yeah. But he wasn't always a manager. Let's let's go to the very start. He was actually born uh, July 29th, 1933 in Rome, wow. Italy. 33. Wow. Yeah. Rome, Italy. You mean he's not Samoan? <laughs> Captain Lou? No. no. You can't get no more Italian than Captain Lou. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think people would see him in associate because he always. Well, yeah. He's yeah nobody thought he was Samoan. Yeah, he managed yeah. a lot of Samoans. When Samoan. I was a kid, I did. What? I did. Yeah, what? I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I just thought, like, oh, he's with the Samoans. <laughs> you know that Samoan name, Albano? <laughs> yeah. I'm also. I was also like Louis, seven, Lou, years, Louis I was like seven years old, guys. Louis Vincent Albano, the wild Samoan. <laughs> I thought he was Samoan when I was a kid. At one point in time. Oh, well, I didn't get it on our shyster for years. <laughs> IRS. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get it. And I was like, oh, oh, oh and I paying get it. taxes suck. My uh, my thing like that, and this has nothing to do with wrestling, was uh, Tales from the Sonic the Hedgehog mm-hmm. video games. Miles per hour. Miles per hour. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He has two tails. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get back on. So, Heidi's oh, oh. home. We have a guest. Yeah, Capulet's coming. <laughs> uh, so he was born in Italy, but his parents his parents were Italian American. They were they were American citizens. Uh, they were over there because his father, Carmen Albano, was finishing medical school. Mm. He uh, he was a doctor. He was an obstetrician, and he claimed uh, uh, in his book Albano claimed that he was baptized at the Vatican, which is. Super cool. Maybe you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, if, if it was if it was 1933. He, yeah, like, he was born in Rome, yeah. so I would imagine. Yeah, it was it's probably not about that bat- out of the no. It's not realm. like crazy. Yeah, it's not like a whole you know wrestler story. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and then the Captain Lou nickname came a little bit later because he was the captain of his high school football team. Oh wow, he was a, a bigger guy. But he uh, wasn't real tall. No, in fact, that built that, like a brick shit house though. Yeah. 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 In fact, that his height plays into things a little bit later. He did get a football scholarship to the University of Tennessee, and uh, he did drop out not that long after that. He joined the Army, and he had a football injury that led him to be honorably discharged about eight months after he joined, and he wanted to get into boxing. And he had a friend, I believe it might have been a distant cousin, Lou Duva, yeah. If you remember an the Italian American, what a name! An Italian American immigrant who uh, wants to get into boxing. Never heard of that story before, right? <laughs> I think that was like a, a, a rite of passage of Italians back. Can you box? Yeah. <laughs> no, because I was going to say if he would have been a boxer, I wonder if he would have ever boxed my grandfather. But I think my grandfather was in a different weight class, and he was out of boxing by the oh, oh yeah by the forties. Yeah, well, yeah. I uh, would have been in his forties, um, but. Albano um, met Luduva. Luduva was a very famous boxing trainer, Hall of Fame boxing trainer. If you remember WrestleMania II, there was a boxing match between Mr. T and Rowdy Roddy Piper, and Luduva is Piper's trainer oh, in, in WrestleMania II. And Luduva and the people he brought him with, uh, they're like you're, uh, Willie Gilsenberg, who was a boxing promoter in like New York, New Jersey. They're like, you're too short. You're not going to make it in heavyweight boxing. You're too short. You should do wrestling instead. Yeah. So he trains with Arnold Scullin. He trains with another guy, uh, Soldier Barry, and he becomes a wrestler in 1953. At the age of 20, he becomes a wrestler. His first regular gigs were in Montreal, which would have been like the Edouard Carpentier territory. And he was just like an opening match guy. He did get a break in the... And this isn't even the WWF. It's just wrestling. It doesn't have a. Yeah. It's part. Of, they're still part of the NWA. Mm-hmm. And they always were until Vince pulled them out. But they were still like they recognized the NWA champion and all that. And um, so he 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 gets his big break with a TV match against the biggest star, the biggest baby face in the 1950s in New York and then the New York territory, Antonino Rocca. Mm-hmm. 
Before Bruno, that was the big, big, yeah. big baby face was uh, An- Antonino Rocca. And obviously, Rocca gets the win there. Heidi's doing shady drug deals yeah. over here. Pass it on. She, she, she's the candy dealer. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> even Sorry, though guys. even though Albano grew up in New York, Westchester County is like an uh, that's I think considered upstate New York. I'm not too up on my New York, but he gets his first big break in Chicago, and Chicago at this point, I think it's still big time wrestling. They would call it there. And he gets linked up with Tony Altamare. And this is a point where the Godfather hasn't come out yet. I don't know if the book even was out yet, but you had the Untouchables, you had Al Capone, you had Lucky Luciano, these famous mobsters. So Al, uh, so Lucky, I can't speak today, Tony Altamare and Lou Albano uh, become the Sicilians. And it's very, very, very implied that they're in the mob. <laughs> I, I, I think he may even said they're in the mob. I wonder, like, because, all right, so, like, I want to kind of think about this in today's times, right? So we also, we live in a time right now where things are super highlighted. So, yes. like, if something bad happens, the enti- entire group or nationality or <laughs> sexual orientation or religion or whatever it may be of people get highlighted and cast as villains. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. I mean, we always think talk about it then, like today, like, well, if you want to man, know, how big, how, yeah. how, how we're, uh, like, it'd be interesting to see from, like, not so much pop culture media, but like living during that time, oh, see how, how Italians be. were perceived well, being alive at that time. I don't think they were like looked down on so much. You know, like the Irish were back then. Yeah. And like, in the 50s, I, in the 50s. I, don't know. I wonder if you're and, just Italian and you kind of talked with a little heavier accent. You're like, don't mess with him, yeah. bro. He's in the mob. It would probably, <laughs> like, yeah. Like would, if people would use it. I don't know. It. You know, that's a good question. Yeah. In New York, I'd say they'd probably be liked. You know, I I don't know though. Yeah, and and, and the Northeast that's where yeah, a lot of this. Philly, yeah. Yeah, well, Philly, the Philly. Uh, I know the Italians and the Irish. The perks of being the white fans. and a gangster, right? The what? The perks of being white and a gangster. Yes, yeah. yeah. The Italians and the Irish didn't really get yeah, along. Yeah, but see, the, the Irish tra- were always kind of like, oh, the Irish. You know, the, like, the, like, like the Jews. Yeah, Irish a lot of apply. the Irish became cops. Like yeah, most, yeah. most co- the, the the old stereotype in New York, Philly was like the Irish people were cops, yeah. and uh, the Irish were a lot. Used in the Italian mob as like their enforcers and yeah. their workhorses. Like they use the Irish to get their hands dirty. And then when the Irish started converting over, and not every Irish person yeah. became a cop, but then they started peddling their drugs and their crime into black neighborhoods. Yeah. And, and yeah. this comes into play in wrestling. WWF Vince McMahon Sr., well, Vince, Vincent J. McMahon, uh, Vince, the Vince McMahon we know, his father. That whole territory was built around ethnic baby faces mm-hmm. and and ethnic heels, and, and your ethnicity was a big part of who you were in that company. And Bruno San Martino, he was there because he was a big draw with the Italian crowd. Pedro Morales was a big draw with the Puerto Rican crowd. And you had Ivan Putski for the people from Poland. You had, um, I'm trying to think of other I'm trying to think, there's always Italian guys. Well, yeah. Back when it was just like all American. Then yeah, and then you say. had like, you had, who was the... Is it too early Dominic for... Dominic Danucci. Is yeah. it too early for Atlas at the time? Uh, Tony Alice was a bit later. Tony yeah. Alice was like the 70s. Yeah. But I mean, you would have um, Bobo Brazil, I think, would come in every now yeah, and then. Yeah, for the, for the black, black crowd. Like the black audience. Uh, but then your heels, like a lot of your heels. It's always like Russians, Germans. Russians, Germans. Japanese was a big one yeah, back ba- then. Baron Cicluna. Yeah. Uh, people were at war with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They always. Do. And Irish people. 
Uh, Goddamn Irish. Big John Stud. His first name in WWF was Chuck O'Connor. Yeah, for the old no. Connor in there. You, and you know who? Uh, this is a guy who is actually Italian, and his his kayfabe name is is Irish. Hogan is an Irish name. Yeah. Hulk Hogan was named Hogan because he was a heel when he came in, and that's an Irish name. Yeah. Because <laughs> before that, he was Terry the Hulk Boulder. Yeah. And so they made him Hulk Hogan. Hulk Boulder. Still won't accept him <laughs> in our Irish name. community. Get out of here, Hogan. I'm I'm torn. I'm I'm the guy who can't be made in the gut in, in, in the Italian movies because I'm half Italian, half Irish. Yeah, Henry but, Hill. Yeah, I'm Henry Hill. I can never I can never Henry be, Hill is a name that doesn't sound Italian or Irish. I can never be I can never be made, guys. <laughs> I am uh I am not Italian at all. So. I I am neither, so I I no doubt. I'm a little point. bit of everything in Europe but Italian. But Italian. <laughs> Pretty much. A lot of Ireland and Eastern Europe. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Captain Lawbound, that's what we're talking about. The Sicilians are uh, very, very heavily implied that they are connected. Yes. Uh, okay, for wrestling, that's, that's good. And they, 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 they were a, a big act. They, they were very successful. They won the Midwest Tag Team titles in 1961. Wonder if there's footage of it. Like, Can you watch all that? I, I doubt it in the 60s. A lot like, of that they stuff didn't they record didn't, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, they didn't tape it all. It sucks. Like, even into the 70s, like, and even the 80s, a lot of those territory tapes that you'll find are because people who had early access to VCRs taped them when it was on TV. Yeah, they would, what they would do a lot of times, they would, uh, like, broadcast the show, and they record it. When they needed a tape for the, the next show, they would just tape over it. Yeah, because blank tapes used to be really expensive. Yeah, so, yeah. like, a lot, that's why a lot of stuff doesn't exist. Like, Cornette has a lot of uh, footage from different old... Because, like, like Bobby, Bobby, uh, Bobby Heaton's old... Uh, matches like when he wrestled before he was a manager a lot of that probably is yeah it's probably gone and yeah he was in chicago especially at the san francisco stuff yeah and like one of the early one of the first people they say to have in the country to have a vcr was playboy buddy rose <laughs> who was a wrestler from portland and yeah he would tape wrestling and he was one of the early tape traders Cornette was one of the early mm-hmm. tape traders because before he had the internet before he had all this stuff you would just mail tapes to each other and that was one of the early things with the wrestling observer was they had a like a directory where you could say, oh, I'm looking for these tapes and I'm willing to trade this. Yeah, that's so cool. It is. Yeah. It is very cool. Uh, but according to the legend uh, at this time, one of the top mob guys in Chicago is a guy named Tony Acaro. And he had uh, some of his people pay a visit to uh, to Lou Albano Uh-oh. and Tony out tomorrow and be like, hey, tone it down. <laughs> Stop saying you're with us. Like and then and then they they really really yeah. really hit the brakes. They they well no they just really toned down the whole mafia thing. <laughs> but they did hit the bricks. They had some strife with the promoters and they left the territory. And Albano returned to New York. That's when he started what would wind up being. So he came in around like sixty five, I think sixty three, sixty four, sixty five. So this is this is the start of about a twenty year run for Albano wow. in the McMahon territory, the New York territory. So sick. And. Uh, and he starts just as a singles wrestler. And then around 1967, I want to say, Tony Altamari comes uh, over there too, and they become the Sicilians again. And I don't know how much they push the mob thing, but they were the Sicilians. They were the tag team champions, but only for about three weeks. It was trying to, it was getting the title off of Arnold Scullin, basically, because they beat... Were they South Philly's finest before South Philly's finest? Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of tag team champions, the yeah. new PPW tag team mm-hmm. champions. Congratulations, South guys. For like what the eighth time, seventh time, something seventh, like that, yeah, seventh, yeah, seventeenth or something. I don't know. <laughs> they win it a lot. They're know. the Captain Lou Albano of yeah. the the PPW did, tag uh, team division. Did they get new tag titles? They did not this show, but the previous show. Yeah, okay. yeah. They so got new, new tag, tag titles, new, new women's, women's title, and then new world titles first. They, when, they when got that three. That's what I said. I need one. Rembrandt really needs one. The is that one wrong? The No Limits title is literally falling apart. 
There you go, yeah. PBW. You heard so, it here. Get those. I, would, I want a new belt, but he needs one first. Yeah. There you go. What a, what a night. Yeah. This, mine's not falling apart. <laughs> so the Sicilians, they they did beat Scullin and Spiros Arian, but then three weeks later, they lose the tag team titles to Spiros Arian and Bruno San Martino. And again, they're, they're, we're talking about the the ethnic draw of Spiros Arian. A lot of Greek people yeah. in New York. So that's their guy. Mm-hmm. I remember there was an indie guy called Demetrius Aaron when I started. He was huge. He was around the area. Well, more off Philly. So by the late 60s, Albano is starting to kind of wane wrestling-wise. So, sorry to take you on a quick side tangent. Uh-huh. And I apologize. No, go, um, go for it. But how we talk about how people in wrestling today will get upset when they say, well, why do they have to push this person because yeah. such and such? If, if you don't understand how important representation is mm-hmm. to a younger crowd or just people in general, and you're a pro wrestling fan, then you obviously don't know the history of pro wrestling because everything was built on representation. Yeah. The Italian people clamored for an Italian oh, yeah. champion. Mm-hmm. The, Even you know, if that guy wasn't good, they still liked him. Exactly. Of, oh. you know, it's so, kind of like the hometown person. But then Bruno is hometown and he's Italian. Yeah. Like, well, can't, can't get no better. So when you see... You know, now we're finally getting for the like for, we're talking about right now the fifties and sixties and, yeah. and and we're living in two thousand twenty mm-hmm. twenty one and we just hit our fifth what fifth black champion yeah yeah and and three have been within the last yeah. three years five black champions I know so when people get a little excited and you're like well, why do you have to bring race into yeah. it yeah, because it's, like, it's two thousand twenty one and we've just crowned our fifth black champion I mean there is, and representation's important I, yeah in, in sports I, I agree I mean there there is like in the eighties I mean. They couldn't have had Butch Reed as world champion. I don't know. Like there was always the rumor he was penciled in to be the Intercontinental. Yeah, champion. yeah. I mean, a lot of times, not to defend him, but there wasn't a black wrestler that was over enough to be. I mean, well, but they, that well, could be part of the. Well, they didn't, they didn't also, for in. for most of the '80s, if your name wasn't Hulk Hogan, yeah, you weren't, I mean, weren't yeah, going to be the champion. You didn't get the yeah. title. But I'm, I'm trying to think like offhand, like a black babyface in the '80s. Like it's yeah. hard. I I don't. I mm-hmm. the guy that jumped out because it wasn't WWF, but he was the champion in a big territory. And it was because of this philosophy, and it's funny because some people have accused Bill Watts of being racist, and he yeah, which is some, weird. Well, because it's not weird because what he said was, if a, a person who owns a store doesn't want to let people shop at their store because they're black, they should be able to do that. Yeah, not the best thing to say. Yeah, but, but, but people, it, it people was who knew the Watts, early 80s. people who no, he said that in the nineties. Oh, geez. that got him fired from WCW. Oh, wow. Because Hank Aaron found found out, and Hank Aaron was his boss. <laughs> his boss was a black guy, so he's like, "Yeah, oh, we're, that's not going to fly here." Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he said it in an interview with the Pro Wrestling Torch. Oh, um, but people who know Watts were like, "No, he's just like very, very libertarian." Yeah, like his he's, his whole thing is, "You should, if it's your store, you should be able to say no to anybody for whatever reason you want." Sure, yeah. and then the public outcry if they don't want to support your store because you but don't no, support people of color, then we we would yeah. But no, you just you like literally people... can't do that because of the Civil Rights Act. Yeah, you literally but, can't but, yeah. say you can't shop here because you're black. Yeah, yeah. but I'm saying as people do or it, white, you can't people you do can't, it right now. Yeah. Like we won't make you a, a wedding cake because you're yeah. Gay. Well, that's because. Sexual orientation, gender identity, things like that are not part of the Civil Rights Act. They yeah. should be. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna get off my soapbox. Yeah, let's now. let's move on quickly. <laughs> but I, I want to say that that that's why, if if in today's times you're upset about you know why people are using the because I see it in comment sections like you're using oh, yeah. the race they're only got it because you're using that card. Mm-hmm. Uh, that card has been used since the beginning of professional. But wrestling. no, the the reason I bring up Bill Watts at all is Bill Watts was the guy who ran Mid South Wrestling later that UWF. Mm-hmm. And he did exactly what you said, like that representation thing. Their biggest star, the biggest star they ever had was a junkyard dog. Yeah. Awful wrestler. Yeah. Super charismatic. Yeah, super, super, super charismatic. 
Was that you that showed me him shooting and beating the shit out that of That was someone? Coco Beware, not the Junkyard. Oh, Coco Beware. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's right. Uh, but no, the Junkyard Dog was every bit to New Orleans what Hulk Hogan was yeah, to the rest of the I world. Yeah, I loved him. He was adored, and they would pack the Superdome. And Superdome and, was huge. Yeah, and Is that New, still there? Yeah, Superdome? yeah. This, the New Orleans Saints still play there. And... Yeah, they would. Uh, they they did very well with with JYD on top, and it was a very predominantly black audience. And, and, they, and he always had Ernie Ladd helping book. Yeah, you know? yeah. And Ernie, if he was a, a racist, truly, then he was pretty bad at it. Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, with Albano, but Chio Chio's right there with you. Brian says junkyard. JYD, yeah. yeah. JYD again couldn't really wrestle that well, but. His best was mid south, and we got thirty. Yeah. He gained a lot of weight, and he had drug problems. So. Meltzer called him the junk food dog. Yeah, I mean it was. He, he got he, even he, worse when he got thirty. He but was he was still, still insanely charismatic yeah. and insanely yeah. over. Charisma through the roof, and in yeah. the eighties, that's really hit, all you needed. Hit a spot here and there, cut a great promo, and and fire up a crowd. Yeah, the, and, yeah. the, the first the warrior, you know, <laughs> he was. I think it was a little better than the warrior. Yeah, he was better wrestling uh, than the warrior. The first pay per view WWF ever did was not wrestle, yeah, WrestleMania the, one was not on pay per view. The wrestling classic, and it was a tournament. It was a one-night tournament, like 18 people. Yeah. And JYD won. Yeah. It was on the network. I don't know if it's on Peacock, though. I would All assume. Right. Let's get back to... Uh, so, Captain yeah. So, America. Albano, and, uh, not the best in-ring wrestler. Uh, Freddie Blassie was quoted as saying, this is in the book, WWE Legends. He said, uh, Albano never claimed to be Luthez. <laughs> he was an average wrestler, but an exceptional talker. That's why Vince Sr. made him a manager. You could bring him out with a protege who was a complete zero and in two or three minutes, he'd have you believing the guy was one of the all-time greats. Nah, that's a good manager. That's a good talker. Probably, I mean, we'll probably get into it, but um, obviously, if they if you get kept around a locker room, mm-hmm. like I guess people like get like, why would they sign this person to a company? Why is this person still there? What do they have to offer? Mm-hmm. Like they were the shits in the ring, or they weren't that popular. Some people are just good fucking hands backstage. Mm-hmm. That's and, true. And they're the unsung heroes of professional yeah. wrestling. And and. I guess we'll find out a little more of what he did backstage or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, well, but. It, it, really what Albano did was the, with the people. And because 1970s, uh, in the late 60s, Bruno San Martino, Pedro Morales is on top. But your big heel, your big heels in the WWF, WWF in the 70s were, were your managers. Mm-hmm. They were bigger heels than any of the wrestlers because the heels that were going against Bruno or Pedro Morales, until you hit like superstar Billy Graham, they're kind of interchangeable. Yeah. The for, there was a formula, especially when Bruno was a champion. You would have a guy on TV that would win a bunch of matches, and he would be with one of the three wise men. And the three wise men were Captain Lou Albano, the Grand Wizard, and Classy Freddie Blassie. And almost every heel was managed by any heel worth their salt. Like, if, yeah. unless you were just like an opening match guy, you were managed by one of those three. And usually you were, you were a foreign heel. Yeah, so you couldn't speak English, so you'd have to cut a promo. That, that or you could a little bit, like, you know. And he was your ta- talking yeah. piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, a lot of my guys couldn't cut a promo anyway. Yeah. But, you know. So it was usually one of those three guys, and they would get the heat for, they would do the promo on TV, and they would just build up this guy as this is the guy that's going to finally take Bruno down, mm-hmm. or finally take Pedro Morales down. And you would have the first match, and it would usually be like, you would usually have your first match and they would beat Bruno or beat Pedro Morales by count out or by DQ or by like a referee stoppage, which somehow wasn't a title change yeah. back then. And then the second match, it would be some kind of schmaz, like a double DQ, double count out. And then they would have their third match and that's where Bruno would get the win. Or sometimes it would be Bruno wins the second match and then the third match is like a Texas death match. Yeah. Or a, and they kept kept that with Hogan too, kind of. Yeah. Wait, Bob, this is all Bobby one Heenan. night? 
No, it'd no, be over no, no. over like, three over three shows. Okay. Yeah. And like, back then the shows were spread out too because they didn't have yeah. weekly television. So you you three shows at the garden, so let's say January till June. Yeah. So like this like for January like January, it's gonna be Baron Mikel Sakluna. We're gonna put him with Albano and Bruno he's gonna beat Bruno by count out. We're gonna come back in February and it's gonna be a double DQ. Then we're gonna say, okay, this is gonna be the match that settles it. Lumberjack match. Albano's banned from ringside. Well, actually, back in the day, they would come out with them and then they would walk to the back usually. Yeah, they would, yeah. Because they didn't want riots and, 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 they, and those crowds would have rioted. And so it's going to be a lumberjack match and then Bruno's going to finally get the win and then I, we're going to bring in the next match. I love lumberjack matches. Yeah, you don't see them too often. Love them. Too many dives now. People do too much outside yeah, the ring. So. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, Albano and is one of the three big managers and he's the first of the three wise men to get a champion because Albano was in the corner of Ivan Koloff, the night he ended the uh, the famous seven and a half year reign of Bruno San Martino, mm-hmm. a Russian guy, a evil Russian, Russian, the Russian bear, Ivan Koloff, actually from uh, Montreal, I believe. Yeah, yeah, actually French Canadian, Russian at all. <laughs> uh, Chio said you had a really good manager. Oh, he means <laughs> he was his name Chio for, yeah, for a while in uh, GSW. Yeah. yeah. So, so so yeah, Albano was in the corner for the uh, the new champion Ivan Koloff. Didn't hold the title long. He lost it right away to Pedro Morales. The first yeah. the first long term heel champion was superstar Billy Graham, and even he had a manager. Mm-hmm. He uh, I think it was Cornette was listening to. He's like, why that? Why the? Why would you want Billy Graham to have a manager? He's one of the best talkers there ever yeah. was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Grand Wizard was his manager. Uh, so yeah, so Albano uh, he he manages Koloff to the the WWF title, but. We were talking about about it before we started the show. His real reputation is in the tag team division. And he was called the guiding light because if Lou Albano managed your tag team, you were going to do well. He guided 15 tag teams to title wins. Mm -hmm. Some of them multiple times. Wow. 15 tag teams. No one will probably ever do that, at least in WWE. Because they don't take the manager role seriously. Yeah, they don't like managers. Yeah. Yeah, Somebody else you have to pay. When's the last time someone managed a tag team in WWE? Alexa, Paul, Paul, Paul Orn, or, uh No, I think it's Alexa with uh, Buddy Murphy and what's his name in NXT. And that was NXT. Uh, and, and well, if you talk about, I'm Raw, just thinking it's of the authors, authors of Pain. Oh yeah, Paul Erwin. But yeah. not, they, not on the main roster. He never got to the main yeah. roster. Yeah, I don't think anyone's. They said he. There was always that rumor, like, oh, he didn't want to go up to the main roster because he didn't like to travel. And then, yeah. like on then Twitter said, later, I like, travel wherever. I, I love to travel. Yeah, he said he'd go wherever. <laughs> I actually love to travel. I'm trying to think. The of last it. one I'm thinking of was well. Speaking of, real quick, I didn't wear it for tonight because I'm I, I I didn't have a chance to change. But my new T-shirt came in. Speaking of, Dale Loring family. There you oh, go. Rachel, I, very cool. Oh, that if you order an another air T-shirt, man, another manager there. If you order another one, let me know. Uh, uh, Thunder Rosa came out with a new one. We can split the shipping then, and she has uh, one that's that color. That's reminded me, and it has like really? a face. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. I'll Is show it you. her or the sugar soul face? Yeah, the red one in a coffin. Oh, I don't have that yeah, one. Yeah, it's, it's yellow. It just came out. When you first pulled that arrivals. T-shirt out, I thought it was a Devante shirt. It looks. It actually it's looks a, like an old like Muhammad Ali boxing. It does. Yeah, yes. that, that, like this shirt's. They're all yeah. Muhammad Ali. That was like or the old Mike Tyson. The generic shirt, design, yeah. the loop design yeah. for those that are only listening goes up and around and just say their name and then maybe, yeah. maybe a tiny picture. But another, they have another female in the business right now that fucking. You I can, don't know why she's not. She's so good. Yeah. 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 So so if you just order it, I'll give you the money. Order an extra large, and I'll give you the money for it. Cut on shipping. The Thunder Rosa. Oh, okay. I was asking, what were we talking about? <laughs> so yeah, and uh, uh, the most famous team, Albano tag team, Albano managed by far the Samoans. The Wild Samoans. Yeah. At first, they were just Samoan number one, Samoan number two. <laughs> but, did that a lot. Yeah. And A and B. It's like oh god. But uh, Alpha and Sika. Yes. Mm-hmm. Alpha, the uh, the patriarch of 
the the biggest branch of the uh, the Anawaii family. Uh, if you know Alpha Junior, obviously, if you know PPW, Alpha Junior is a fixture there, mm-hmm. and so many others, so many others. Sika had a son did a little well. Yeah, Sika's son did okay. Roman Reigns. Rosie. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rosie. Yeah, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Alpha's Alpha had so many, Samu, uh, just so many different people. Yeah. I believe Samu's Alpha's son, right? Yes. Okay. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's I didn't want to stick my foot in my mouth. That is a tree that I have to I would have to that dissect is, and really it's that is you have yeah. to, it's weird. it's weird. It's like Yeah. We were somewhere one time we were trying to see who yeah. was related. And it's like, how are we the rest of us we do not know of the small family tree? <laughs> yeah. Around here especially. Yeah. It's like the greatest wrestling family in the history of wrestling is in your backyard. It's yeah, like, wow, that's crazy. They weren't Hazleton. There, you know? There's there's two families that I, I that to my opinion are that like just I, I love stick the hearts, up. but it's it's the Samoans. The, the hearts and the Samoans. Mm-hmm. I when love the hearts, but because everyone else is usually like one or two wrestlers. Yeah, that's it. Or the Von Erics. Yeah, but. yeah. I, I love the hearts, but number one is the Samoans. Yeah, and I, if you grow up and in they North, keep coming, man. If like, you grow up in yeah, Northeast yeah. Pennsylvania, yeah, you're always gonna have an affinity. Like a, you're gonna kind of fall in love with the Samoans because, like, I mean, even though I'm not a huge, I wasn't a huge Roman character, just because of the roots being here or the rock, like, mm-hmm. like. We were kind of conditioned to be Simone fans, you know what I mean? And it's uh, it's it's exciting. And if you ever want to come on the show, <laughs> hit your boy up. So, uh, but then Albano also managed later on a few Intercontinental champions. Pat Patterson, I believe he managed for a little bit. Morocco, he was. Uh, I wonder. Morocco's. I wonder if anyone's Fuji. doing on because you know how Teespring or Tee Public they always have the people like bootleg and old shirts. Oh yeah. I wonder if the Captain Lou cartoon character. Oh, shirt that would be so cool. That he used to wear is on there. You got to get that oh. in a blue vest to put. Oh over yeah. It. Possibly, because I always think yeah, of that because of the uh, I had the Lou Albano LJN action figure. It'll be hard to search for because you can't really put his name and you can't put WWE. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, like yeah, you have to put like Italian wrestler. Like you know, you have to get around it. Oh, the the CM Punk ringers are back and stuff. But we have to, um, we have to be, we have to get the full picture of things, and sometimes you have to look into the less savory parts. Of uh, these so sorry lives. to cut you off again here, Captain Lou Albano, a wrestling superstar shirt. Is on T Public where they literally just spoofed it. Oh, for fourteen bucks. That that's, oh, that was that's cool. very cool. Yeah. And then if you if you just type in Captain Lou Albano, that's shirt, the one. That, that's the one you would want right there. There it is. Yeah, you want to show awesome. the camera too. Yeah, and you get that on Ringer because they're back in stock now. That oh, the black. There's, <laughs> you can now buy more ones. black yeah. Ringer tees. I will probably be ordering one of those because. So we were talking about a not cool in high school. We wanna we wanna pick a. Uh, a comic book, and then like that's going to be our comic book line that we follow and read and keep talking like a about. book club kind of. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I just seen that the other day. They also have Luna Vachon shirts because they're. Uh, yeah, her dark side of the ring is tonight, the ring, and they're they're really cool. You know what? I'm gonna say, skip the the Thunder Rosa one. That, 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 that Luna's cool. So is this one. There's get one. me get me this Luna shirt. That you know one. who? You know who uh, was a? He considered his mom. I saw Luna Microballer. I'll be buying that as well. Uh, you know who he considers? It's Luna Vachon. You go S a D B. Uh, <laughs> you know, what? you know who considers Luna as his wrestling mom and and no. had a big part of John Trotsky. Oh really? Oh, wow. wow. So if we do a Luna, I didn't, ep- I didn't, I didn't know he knew Luna. That's so awesome. if we do a Luna Vachon episode, he said he's willing to come and talk cool. with us. Wow, yeah, because that was like the last episode because it was during COVID, and then my. Um, my board just took a dump yeah. during no, the show. Another, another I manager I was obsessed with. I might up. watch that. Uh, that w- it would be cool. Dark maybe we tonight. can even bring someday. This is probably a better off the air t- uh, thing to say, but maybe uh, we can even bring some equipment to the sanctuary one day, record something with with uh, with John there, mm-hmm. and then that's our show in the bank for 
Yeah. When uh, Pilgrim does wrestling trivia, and we go and another yeah. another great thing that we can do for the Luna thing that there's some ties that we can uh, utilize a sanctuary. Um, had a match with Luna Vachon, HC Loke. Oh really? Oh wow. yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Luna. Raw. Yeah. She was Luna. also the first female playable video game character in wrestling. Yes, in Raw. Yeah. Uh, WWF Raw. Well, get me the Luna shirt, and that I'll, one. I'll get yeah. Is that one? Uh, that's a, I like the one with the green one, but anyway, we're getting. Off. Yeah, sorry, sorry, we're getting excited. I can't wait for that dark side of the ring. That's gonna be. Unfortunately, it, she tonight. suffered from a lot of. Oh, is it? Yeah, she suffered from a lot of mental mental illness and yeah, schizophrenia. Which I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't watch the Johnny K Nine one. Me, me either. I got. I, I haven't watched any of them since I came back. Actually, so sorry. I, I went to. This is this is uh, one of the things we do on our show. We go on ADD ten, <laughs> especially when your host is, has ADD, <laughs> and I kind of go on these weird side tangents. But I, yeah, I'm sorry, Brian. Get back to Captain Lou. So uh, yeah, we're getting. It's funny we just brought up Dark Side of the Ring because now we got to talk about uh, the dark side of Captain Lou, and I, he was a, a family man, and and all those things. So there's nothing bad yeah. there, but cool. that, the shirt, and I'll I'll get the money. Like okay. like a lot of people in wrestling in the '60s and '70s, the captain liked to have a drink now and then. <laughs> and uh, I think his line I've I've seen it before is uh, the captain is hell when he's well, and he's well when he's drinking. And he drinks a little all the time. That was his line. <laughs> uh, so I, I was watching some things to prep for this. And one of the things was Tony Atlas was talking about how it's in Allentown and Hamburg when they would do TV. That one, yeah. And that was usually the day you would get paid during one of the TVs. He would just have cups. You would have all these cups and you'd have a cup of water and you would have like seven cups. There'd be a cup of water, a cup of vodka, a cup of seven up, a cup of seven up and vodka. And just be drinking like all different cups. And by the end of the night, he's just blitz. <laughs> and it's a good strategy. What <laughs> all clear liquids and cups and just kind yeah, of hey, you, well, you well, get. one of the tricks uh the honky tuck man did, he would have his Gatorade bottle. He would always have a bottle of Gatorade. And he would empty out a lot of the Gatorade and fill it up with Kettle One vodka. <laughs> and he would just be sipping his Gatorade all day, but he's getting oh, bombed wow. drinking his Kettle One vodka too. Uh, but with Lou Albano. And I couldn't find this to listen to it again, but I remember it very distinctly. When he passed away, which was about 12 years ago, it was actually 12 years ago today. That's why we're talking about Captain Lou. And he, uh, when, after he passed, it was when Lesnar and Heyman were not involved with WWE. And Heyman came on uh, Meltzer and Brian Alvarez's show on The Observer. And he just did a whole thing where he talked about Albano because Heyman grew up in Madison Square Garden. Mm -hmm. From a very young age, like 15, 16, something like that. He was taking pictures. He was backstage. He was doing all these things at the garden. And as he got older, one of his jobs was, because he lived in upstate New York, and I believe Albano did, and so did Blassie, he was their driver. He would drive them in, in the show for, in for the garden shows. Because I think back in that time, the only shows, like the only arena shows, the house shows, that the managers would actually show up would be for the garden. You work TV and you work the garden. Yeah, that's a good they, probably, they probably wouldn't pay him. They, like, well, no, yeah. they paid them. They paid them, but they just figured it wasn't necessary to, yeah. to do a house show. Yeah. You know? And so um, there's this one story where Albano's uh, little three sheets to the wind. And Heyman tells a story where they're just walking around New York City, walking around the streets of like Manhattan, and Albano just starts peeing. <laughs> he just starts peeing in the street. Not the first and not the last time that happened in New York City. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the time. And... Um, the two smells when you walk around. Piss and pot. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, Blassie and Heyman notice, hey, there's a cop coming. And Albano's over there peeing on the street. <laughs> so uh, Freddie Blassie just gets in the, gets in the character and be like, hey, classy Freddie Blassie, the how you doing? Like, he's just glad-handing the cops. 
so they don't see what Obama was doing over there. <laughs> and they they were just fans and they just wanted to meet them. And, yeah. and then nothing bad happened. But they would always say like he would get into these fights with uh, Vince Sr. and quit the company and he would go down the Sardis, which is like a big club down there. Talk and just get iron sh- ironing, sharpening, uh, iron sharpening iron, like Paul Heyman hanging out with Freddie Blassie. Yeah. Captain Lou 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 exactly. If you don't get a rub and get good at your own fault. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So he would have these blow ups with, with McMahon and he would quit and then he would come back the next day, like, oh, take me back. And they're like, okay, Lou, come on. Yeah. Like, he, he he did have like that the relationship with the McMahons where even later when uh, Vince, our, the Vince we know, was uh, was running things and, and Shane was getting involved. He's like ring crew and, and things like that. And even when he was a kid and just would be there, he would always go to uh, Albano, like, hey, fat man. And Albano would chase him around and like mm-hmm. threaten to rip his head off. The thing is, is like I know we we do talk about we talked about last episode about people and the old school mentality, but a lot of these a lot of these older talents and and that, that are that are not with us that we're hearing stories about now, where whether it be Dark Side of the Ring or stuff like that, you have to realize a lot of the, people still suffer from the same things we suffer today today from yeah. you know anxiety, depression, but it wasn't it wasn't as big or in the yeah, spotlight. And it's not like Albano has a horse. So yeah, he, he drank a lot. It's a lot of luck. I'm Most just guys saying, did back then. I'm just saying yeah. in general, yeah. and and a lot of them. On top of anxiety, depression, and a lot of things that weren't okay to be because at some point in time you were a man and you had to be tough. And you're a professional wrestler. You have to be a fucking superhero everywhere you go mm-hmm. or a extreme heel or extreme villain. Yeah, and he was a heel. So, yeah. He and was, and then also you, you have to, be on to all the time uh, you, you, you're a rock star. You show mm-hmm. up in a city and you're treated like royalty. You're treated like a yeah. rock star. And what comes with that is people handing you booze, yeah. people handing you drugs. I don't think people had to hand him. I think he had his own. Yeah, but I'm uh, saying is once you start that path. Yeah, and then and then they would also say like you had like a bunch of lobster around. He would always be at the big table. And, yeah. Uh, he he liked his excesses. He he was uh, he liked his excesses for a time. Yeah. And they all did. It's funny Absolutely. that you uh, you bring up rock stars because that's where we're going now. Mm-hmm. So Vincent K. McMahon, the Vince McMahon we know, takes over in the mid-80s, and the national expansion is happening, and the managers are changing. The Grand Wizard, unfortunately, passed away in the 80s, and Blassie was still around, but you're bringing new managers in. in the uh, Around the 84, 85 is when you get Jimmy Hart. Mm-hmm. It's when you get Bobby Heenan. Mr. Fuji's winding down on the ring, and he's going to become a manager soon. So... Lou Albano's still around, and Lou Albano plays a huge part in what happens next. A huge, huge, huge part. It is forgotten right now how big of a role Lou Albano plays in the lead-up to the first WrestleMania, which is what made WWE what it is today. And it kind of happens by happenstance. It happens on an airplane, where Lou Albano's on a plane, I'm assuming it was out of New York, uh, or going to New York, and who's sitting next to him but Cindy Lauper. <laughs> And Cindy Lauper is not the huge star that she would become very, very soon. But they're sitting next to each other on a plane. They strike up a conversation and they became, they hit it off. She they, probably they, either grew up with a grandmother or a father or a mother who was a professional wrestling fan. So she's probably well, aware of what was happening. Well, she was dating a huge wrestling fan who was also her manager. Yeah. Uh, David Wolf. And David Wolf was her manager, helped produce her records, and I'm, probably was on the plane too. So. They're about to do a video for Girls Just Want to Have Fun, which was Cindy Lauper's biggest hit. And they get the idea like, hey, uh, we should uh, we should get Albano to play your father. Mm-hmm. And Albano didn't want to do it. His wife was like, no, you should do it. His wife was the one that kind of convinced him to, hey, you should, why not? The song's a fucking banger. That's a heavy turn to a big hit. That was a huge yeah. hit back in like 81. Yeah. Cindy Lauper, for a, a moment in time, was a 
mega star. She was probably not like Madonna level, but she was right there. Yeah. It would be like if somebody was in a video for like, I, I'm trying to, so I, I can't even think of a corollary now. Like I, I would Megan say, Stallion, I would maybe? say when I yeah, think, what's her name? When I Cardi think B. Of, yeah, Cardi, uh, like of the time. I would say, I think when it comes to music video guest appearances, the two that stick out for me is, is Captain Lou in that movie, in that one. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Alicia Silverstone and Aerosmith's okay. crazy. Was, I think she was in a couple. In, in the crazy Corvette. cry, and she did a bunch yeah. of yeah. Yeah. yeah, where him and his daughter, his actual daughter, and yeah. Liv Tyler, yeah. Liv Tyler, yeah. and Alicia Silverstone, and the convertible. Like mm-hmm. they're like, and then you're like, she came. She well, became, crying before that was the big one, where yeah. like she has her belly button pierced, and she bungee jumps off of it. Yeah, which is just rip out. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but that that they're the two that stick in my brain. Okay, I mean, like Sam Kinnickson was in a music video that was a pretty yeah, big Twisted deal. Twisted sister, yeah, Twisted yeah. sister. Like so. But I think what for me, Christopher Walken and way later in that Fatboy Slim video. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That was big, too. That but was I, great. But I mean, like when it comes to like songs that like. Stick- and this was huge because MTV was just starting. Yeah. MTV is like four years old at this yeah. point. And, and anything that can get young, uh, yeah. get women to watch professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. City Lopper is your go to at that point in time. Yeah. And this is this is one of the first times women's wrestling is prominently featured. And a lot of it is because of uh, Cindy Lauper, because they really hit it off shooting the video, too. Mm-hmm. And then David Wolf is a huge wrestling fan. In fact, he uh, he had, he did a, an album of his own, not not very well known, but he had an uh, he did this rap album. Oh boy, where Cindy Lauper's in the Hall of Fame, right? She's probably in the Celebrity Wing. If not, yeah, she's I, I think she was be. like made the first one. So WWE has the first president in the Hall of Fame, yeah. and they have the first celebrity that went to space in their WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, Bill Shatner's, William yeah, Shatner. yeah, that's right. Yeah, ninety-year-old <laughs> man getting shot in space. Uh, Dude, we're 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 like 10, 20 years away from that just yeah. being a thing. Like <laughs> yeah, anyone, space, where, where yeah. are you going, space? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do a podcast space in space. space. <laughs> That might actually, dude. If we stay alive long enough, we might be able to do one. <laughs> if I go to space, I'm dressing like Dark Helmet from Spaceballs. But that's after the podcast. I'm using the Schwartz. Going off movies. That's after after we have jumped the ship. Then we do the in space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We sell like out. The, that's like the fourth or fifth. Tornado one. tag yeah. in space. In space. So, uh, so yeah, he uh, he he was Captain Chameleon, and he did these uh, rap songs. They're 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 not great. Um, <laughs> One, it's funny we brought them up earlier, and once I say the title of the song, you're gonna know why I'm bringing it up. One of them was called "Grab Them Cakes." Oh, I know who that is. That was the Junkyard Dogs theme song, but yeah. they they just redid it with the Junkyard Dogs it's singing cakes, it. Cakes, uh, not baked goods, right? It's the ass. I'm gonna yeah. bet it's the ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about grabbing ass. <laughs> yeah, he's grab them cakes, and you go, oh, is that all you do? Yeah. Uh, and then the <laughs> other one, they they changed the uh, the title around a little bit, but the rest of the song is very similar. It was called Jive Old Foe. Oh, Jive Old Foe. Which became Jive Soul Bro. Maybe the greatest wrestling yeah, so song ever so written. Good. So yeah. good. Akeem's music. And Slick. And Slick's music. Slickster. It is. It is. Uh, it's a rap song that Andy Hedder likes. Yeah. That's how good it is. Yeah. That's how good it is. But it's, it's 80s rap. We yes, talked about another uh, movie that had a rap in it that Andy's a fan of, and that's Elvira. If Elvira's yeah. rapping, you're okay with it. Well, I didn't like that part. What if Elvira so. rapped Jive Soul Bro? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Wow. Yeah, the rap song so, was not good. In my opinion, it's the second best wrestling theme song ever. Behind All American Boys, the Ruscio Brothers theme. We, I know you used to do uh, your brackets. Once you, once we, you get settled in and comfortable, oh. we should, we should start bringing brackets back and then like carry them back. How about brackets? Yeah. <laughs> and bring them back to the show, like doing to the show, like. Yeah, they're so hard. It, like it, that's time. The best wrestling theme, like. I already yeah. told you, it's it's all American boys. Yeah. You don't have to do a tournament. I, I don't have a. It's over. An app to. I got images you. anymore. I got you. What do you, what do you use? To I do? use uh, 
spark post. Oh, can you drag and drop? Now? Yep. Not to do like mm-hmm. expand, add pictures. That's yep. what I used to do. I would add a picture and crop it and. and yeah, you could do all that. Oh, and wow. I'll just in my login. It's, it's weird because like you don't buy Photoshop anymore. You subscribe to Photoshop. Yep. Yeah. Like, isn't that weird? Like so. if you if you ever need it, it's part of the network package. If you're part of the network, you get it. So okay, I need a new computers. So my, yeah. my computer is like eight years old. Can't do anyway. that for you. So. Yeah. yeah. I, need, I also needed to subscribe computer. to Patreon so we can get Brian and Andy laptops. Yeah, this thing is not very good. Yeah. It's not Avery good. It's not Avery good. So this becomes a wrestling angle. They, they, they're like, hey, let's do some stuff with uh, with Lopper and, and David Wolf's a wrestling fan. And Yeah, because so, she's available and she's willing. Yeah, and they, they run out of New York all the time. They're based in New York. So this this starts with Lou Albano going on Piper's Pit. I wonder if this was in Hamburg. Mm. Maybe it was. I think, at this point, I, I think at this point they're, they're kind of out of Hamburg. Um, yeah, probably in the 80, I think they're 85, still, I think they're yeah, kind of probably out, but I think they're out by like 83, 84. So Albano goes on Piper Pit, Piper's Pit. What am I, Pat Patterson, yeah. Piper Pit? Uh, he's like, I wrote all the Cindy Lauper songs. She's she's a star because of me. I wrote Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Because back then, heels were fun, and they made outlandish claims like yes, that. Yes, and I like that. <laughs> and uh, and so then Lauper winds up coming on the show, and she beats Captain Lou with her purse. <laughs> And they're 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 yelling back and forth, and it all comes down to the brawl to end it all, a live special on MTV. Yeah, where who was very hot at the time? It's brand new, you know. Yeah, and and and, and very hot and very with that young demo that yes. everybody is trying to get. And so what they they're gonna do is obviously Cindy Lauper is not gonna wrestle Captain Lou Albano. They do the thing that they did with like Vince McMahon and Donald Trump, where it's like you pick somebody, I'll pick somebody, and we'll set we'll have them settle it. And so Cindy Lauper picks Wendy Richter, who was red hot at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, Albano picks the fabulous Mula, who was the women's champion, the ladies' champion, used to call it. And they say, and it's not really true, that she had been champion for like twenty-seven years. Yeah, she had lost it here and there, but I mean, she was, she was like, she had a stranglehold on women's wrestling. She controlled yeah, women's that, wrestling back then. There wasn't many women. Yes, mm. so but you might have one now. match on the card. Yeah, yeah, and it's. I get excited when there's like two or three. If I see a, I, I a card with like, like two or three, women's if matches, you're gonna I have an eight match card, you should have two women's matches. Yeah, yeah, why not? At least I agree. And if you want to have more girls, have a, have a women's tag match. When's the last time you went to an indie show that had a women's tag match? PPW does them a lot. Yeah, I mean, but other than that, like they, man, maybe they're not too often. Like. Mm-hmm. They usually sit there champing it. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> the way to get her yeah. on because it's hard to book uh, women's talent. It's a multi person match. Yeah. but I mean, now like a, like a straight, like four women in a match. The three that we had, the three where they had with Gia. Um, Casey and who's a third? He, JC Storm versus mm-hmm. uh, Adina and Casey, Adina, Danny Mo and oh, you mean six man tag? Yeah, no, six I, I was thinking six woman tag. Yeah, that was yeah. Good, I was, forget the other. The that other was a good match. Thing, yeah. I had fun with it. There's even just tell you. There's even girls in the business that are like, oh, we're having an Iron Man match. So like, yeah, it's, it's it. not, not to be insulted. When they did uh, when it's they just, did Charlotte and Sasha, yeah, and Sasha call an Iron Man match, and then, like they'll call six man tag, even though it's all women. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that, that yeah, uh, when they did Bailey and Sasha, when Sasha was going yeah, up to the main roster, Lita was the one that suggested that because she was producing. In NXT at the time, she's like, yeah, call it an Iron Man match. Because it's not like, not like, it's not to be the meaning. Genetic male, it means an Iron Man, like, like, a, like a warrior. Once yeah, again, it's 2020. Like the Iron Man and triathlon. We're getting our first Queen of the Ring. I know. How about that? Queen's took, crown. Took yeah, the, and took, it's, took and it's going to be in friggin' Saudi Arabia. Yeah. yeah. People that don't even want it. So upsetting. You know? Like, I've wanted this back forever, and it, it, it just feels like we get the bootleg version. So, of I mean, it. I, it's going to be Carmella, that, right? That throne, That's what makes sense to me. That, th- that throne looks so fucking terrible. Carmella or it's down Shana? to it's down to, yeah, uh, cuz it's down to the one side is Carmella and Shayna and then Dewdrop and 
I think it's Dewdrop and Shayna, and then it's Carmella. Okay, Trotsky's chair someone. is a billion times better than that fucking it is, throne they have. It's very nice. Yeah, they're not taking this seriously. Oh, the men's this year. It's so upsetting. And I have a feeling the Balor is going to probably win King of yeah. the Ring. Yeah. Over, you don't think of Xavier? Probably not. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say no. I think they're pushing him really hard to be it. Because they've been pushing the Prince they, thing, they, so for, yeah. with Balor and then King. Like Xavier's been advocating for himself. Like I don't think that's been something they've been pushing. Yeah. And apparently they have huge plans for Balor on Raw. We'll see. Do, yeah, the, we'll, we'll do see. the Will Ferrell. I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I don't think it's gonna be Sami Zayn. Cause I don't think Sami Zayn's gonna be in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, no, he's he, definitely he, not he, going he, to Saudi Arabia. Well, I wonder if he'll do his shirt again this year. He always does a oh, shirt. Yeah. Sammy for Syria. Yeah. That, that's actually a very cool charity, and um, he builds hospitals and medical, like mobile medical centers. If, in if you really want to learn about Sammy Zayn as a person, check out him on Renee Paquette's podcast. And a very good friend of his uh, worked at an orphanage in Mexico mm-hmm. until he, he uh, died, he died saving fire. the orphans. Yeah, it was a is he fire. officially dead? Yes. Yeah, I don't until, but, I, until he's I, officially I, dead. Until I don't powers, know what Sam's contracts are. The powers of Tony Khan's money <laughs> resurrect the dead. Certain people. The Forbidden Door also certain, reaches out to heaven. Certain foreign, yeah, people can come back to life to wrestle. And in February, we'll find out. Might come back. Yeah, yeah we'll see. And then, then you would see his shirt advertised on TV. Yeah, <laughs> not ignored. <laughs> so. The war to settle the score, it's uh, it's Albano with uh, Mullen in Albano's corner, uh, Wendy Richter in our Lopper and Wendy Richter's corner, and Wendy Richter gets the win. This 20-plus year title reign is over. Wendy Richter's your new champion, and it got a 9.0 rating. Think about that. On MTV, yeah. which up until, I think, like, one of the VMAs, like the one that Chris Rock hosted in 1999... This was the highest rated show on MTV. It's awesome. So it's getting, what, seven to eight more points than what Raw gets now. Yeah. Captain Lou, baby. The only thing on cable that gets that kind of ratings is like football, football and playoff basketball. Yeah. And maybe playoff baseball. And That's Captain it. fucking Lou yeah, Albano. And maybe like a, a presidential thing or something. Yeah. King of TV. Yeah. I'm saying well, it back now. then, I mean. And yeah, and, and that was the end of uh, that was the end of Captain Lou as a heel, because shortly after this, uh, and then the other thing we didn't mention is part of the angle was he was like, I hate women, like he was a misogynist, like oh, women belong, in, women should be making music, they should be in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant. But and it was like eighty four, eighty four. Yeah, and 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 and, he, and the, he was a heel. He was yeah, a bad, he was a bad guy. guy. Yeah. The gimmick, bad guys yeah. not do bad yeah. things, or else they're not bad guys. And so yeah, afterwards he apologizes to Cindy Lauper. He's like, uh, he turns babyface, they reconcile, and they do a big angle. In uh, Madison Square Garden at the end of 84, beginning of 85, Dick Clark is there. Uh, wow. Dick, Dick Clark is there because uh, he's still known from like American Bandstand and all that. And he is there to present Cindy Lauper with a trophy that the WWF is giving her because of her contributions to women's wrestling. And then Captain Lou comes out and he's wearing a tie. He's, he's like all fancy dressed up. He's still got the rubber band hanging off his face, though. So. <laughs> And so Captain Luke comes out, and he has this award. It's like it's like a, like a almost looks like a gold record, or now like those gold play buttons they'll get for YouTube and things like that. And he's he's coming out to present this award because Cindy Lauper and him have been helping uh, a charity that was uh, for people who suffer from MS, and they've raised over four million dollars. And to thank you, I'm going to give you this award. He's given Cindy Lauper an award for her uh, her charity contributions. And out comes Roddy Piper. And Roddy Piper grabs the award from Albano and busts it over his head. 
And then Cindy Lauper runs to cover up Lou Albano so Piper can't beat him up anymore. And he doesn't kick her, but Piper like just pushes her off of him with his foot. And then David Wolf, uh, Lauper's manager boyfriend, jumps on Piper, and Piper just picks him up and power slams him. <laughs> and then eventually Hogan runs in and, and kind of breaks things up. And that leads to the second MTV special they did. It's so crazy that we we like. I, I never because like, I I like even though I was a kid, mm-hmm. I I fucking loved Piper. Well, this but, is oh, this, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was before you were yeah, born. Yeah, but I'm saying yeah, like, I was even, like going back and watching the old stuff of Piper. Oh, was great. I fucking loved it. But that you look at like MJF today, he's yeah. 100% yeah. old Piper. No, yeah, yeah. He, he yeah, Piper was a huge influence. Like, Piper did shit that would get you fucking canceled today. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. yeah, so crazy. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So Piper uh, and Bob Wharton mess everything up, and Hogan comes out to make the save, and that's where we get the war to settle the score in February of '85. And it's another MTV special. Basically, they, they were the same night as like the, it was their Madison Square Garden house show, but they're going to put one show, one one match on MTV. And in this time, it's Hulk Hogan defending the WWF title against Roddy Piper, and Hogan has Albano, Wolf, and Lauper in his corner, and then Piper has Cowboy Bob in his corner with his cast. And so Hogan wins by DQ, but there's a big schmoz at the end, and that leads us to WrestleMania, and that, that's the big setup for WrestleMania. So the Lauper's two, the two shows that Calvin Lowe is a part of leads into what we now have as the showcase of the immortals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the shows did very well. That show was not on the network too for some reason. The, uh, yeah. Snore. I don't it, know why. It was on, I think, for a day and they took it down. Maybe. It might be a right issue. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But you know there's people that are gonna say, what is MTV? Yeah. <laughs> it's that it's that channel that shows that ridiculousness show for twenty three hours out of the day. Is is Captain Lou the reason why music's not played on MTV anymore? Because <laughs> they, they showed it, they showed that wrestling was popular. <laughs> It's, it's possible. It's Captain Lou and Butthead. Those, yeah. those are the two main guys. Captain Lou, Butthead, and uh, Snooki. Yeah, Jackass. And, and Snooki. <laughs> yeah, and Johnny Knox. Snooki, who also wrestled right. at WrestleMania. Yeah, there you go. And the Jackass crew definitely made it. And Tom Green. Yep. And Tom, yeah. Um, well, listen, we cannot wrap this show without talking about another Captain Lou thing that was... Well, but, but hang on. I, I, I iconic. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. Relax. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> hang on. I thought you were wrapping up here. Oh. Uh, so I lost my notes. So, yeah, that, that same... Not, at, uh, not shown on MTV, but that same night they did the war to settle the score, they did uh, Leilani Kai beating Wendy Richter for the women's title. So that was Mula's protege. And so that that happens at WrestleMania where Wendy Richter wins the title back, Lopper's in her corner, Captain Lou's in her corner. Leilani Kai, a great descendant of Dakota Kai. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Leilani Kai, uh, some... I, I think her, her real name was not Hawaiian at all. Very, very <laughs> oddly wrestled at WrestleMania 1 and WrestleMania 10. Yeah, that's something. She wrestled a Lundra Blaze. So, uh, so after, after this, Albano winds up managing the U.S. Express, who were uh, tag team champions. That was Mike Rotunda and Barry Windham. That's uh, Bray Wyatt's father and Bray Wyatt's uncle. Mm. Yeah. Because uh, Mike Rotunda married Barry Wyndham's sister. And that's why you named Wyndham yep. Rotunda. Wyndham Rotunda, yeah. And then uh, after the U.S. Express broke up because uh, Barry Wyndham left, and they had like Danny Spivey as like a, a replacement, but it didn't really take off. Uh, the final run he had for the 80s, he was the manager of the British Bulldogs. And uh, he co-managed him with Ozzy Osbourne at WrestleMania 2. Bulldogs was Davey Boy and Dynamite, 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 Dynamite Kid. Kid. And then when Davy Boy came back, he was just called the British Bulldog. Yeah. But you know, the the original team was Davy so Boy. Dark Side of the Ring. Holy Hannah! Mm-hmm. I never, I didn't watch that one. Actually, crazy. Yeah. Was it, both of them or just Davy? Dynamite. Just Dynamite. 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 Dynam
And so they they beat the dream team. Might be the reason why someone uses the Russian dynamite. Oh, okay. She's very big on Dynamite Kid is very influential. Yeah. One of the things that Masha very good always carries in her wrestling bag is Dynamite Kid's book. Oh, really? <laughs> I was going to say, one of the things that Masha always carries in her bag is Dynamite. Dynamite. It's literal yeah. Dynamite. It's literal Dynamite. Just in case. She but doesn't keep the blasting caps because that's unsafe. Oh, well. If I don't get paid, I'm going to blow this place yeah. up. Yeah. I would put up a Masha. I would have passed Masha. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, the, the, the Bulldogs won there. And Albano did a little bit of wrestling in the mid-80s. He would, uh, they had the machines. And it was all a, a thing because Andre the Giant was all filming The Princess Bride. So they said Andre was suspended. He did something. He got suspended from uh, from the WWF. But then when they were bringing him back, he was still suspended. But they had Big Machine and... <laughs> Giant Machine, Super Machine. Super Machine and Big Machine, which was uh, Blackjack Mulligan, who is Barry Windham's father, Bray Wyatt's grandfather, and, uh, Axe. and Bill Eady, Axe from Demolition. And they were the machines and... Yeah, they had giant machine. They said he was from Japan, and then he talked like Andre the Giant. Yeah, <laughs> shocker. Kind of looked like Andre. It was a Midnight Rider thing. He kind of wore the same exact thing, but it had a mask. It was a Midnight Rider. You Valdez hair sticking America. <laughs> well, no, he didn't. He, they cut his hair. Like that. One of the angles was Stud and Bundy cut Andre's hair. Yeah, oh. so that's when he went from the afro to like the short hair he had when he was a heel. Yeah. yeah. And so they and they would do like Hulk machine, like in something. Piper machine was yeah. one when Piper turned baby. <laughs> kind of like everyone's a dragon. It's that classic mask, yeah, where yeah. it covers you the face. It's like black mask, like gold around the eyes. It goes like this, and this uh, like a mouth. You should become covers the whole thing. Uh, header machine. Yeah, I'd, I'd wear machine, a machine mask. Our, our head machine. <laughs> machine head. Yeah, machine head. Come out to the bush yeah. song. <laughs> so uh, some of the final matches were the machines, which would have been uh, an Albano. So it would have been Mulligan and 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 Axe. Yeah. And Albano beating Stud Bundy and Bobby Heenan. His last match was on October 29th in, in WWF. He actually had matches around here uh, for, I think it was like PCW or something. Yeah. And uh, against the promoter, Judd the Stud. Yeah, that's, that would have been PCW and uh, Reading. Yeah, in like 97, they had a few yeah. matches. Judd the Stud was like their, their manager. So like, imagine their gym. I wonder if that posted at the dungeon. There might be. Uh, yeah. yeah. Judd the Stud is on one of the posters at the dungeon for sure. Yeah. And he's also no longer with us. Yeah, I would. That's an episode I want to do so bad. I want to do an episode dungeon. with the Mess Brothers yeah. at the dungeon. I showed Mark and Troy before. Yeah, so uh, history in that building is crazy. Yeah, so much history around here, and, and the Samoans are a huge part of it. And Albano, because of we that. just got to do the work to find it. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. So much history. Yeah, and so uh, so October 29th, nineteen eighty six, Stud uh, Stud no not Stud uh, the Bulldogs and Albano. Uh, team up to beat Johnny V, Johnny Valiant, and the Dream Team, which was uh, Greg Valentine and Brutus Beefcake. And then shortly after that show, Albano leaves. He left. Uh, he left the WWF. He wanted to pursue an acting career. And uh, so one of the movies he was in, trying to find the name of it now. I had it earlier. I always get Johnny Valiant confused with Boogie Woogie Man, Jimmy Valiant. Jimmy Valiant, yeah. Uh, well, there, yeah, because there was Jimmy, Johnny, and Jerry. Yeah. And Jerry Valiant was like Vince McMahon's. Favorite wrestler. Yeah, that's just crazy. And but yeah, Johnny Valiant was mainly a manager. He was from New York. Like I think the other ones were. I know. I know Jimmy Valiant was Southern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously not a real, probably not yeah, real because yeah, you had the Valiants and the Grams and uh, the Fargos. Yeah. But that was mainly Jackie Fargo. There was Don Fargo, Roughhouse Fargo, who was Jackie Fargo's real brother. <laughs> But he would. This is totally off the beaten path. I'm sorry. We've been doing it a whole show. Rough, this is, this Rough is House a, Fargo is kind of our a thing. Classic. This is a funny name. story because uh, Roughhouse Fargo, he was Jackie Fargo's real brother, and he his job 
50 weeks out of the year was he was a referee for Mid-Atlantic. Mm. If you watch some of those old Mid-Atlantic shows that were on the network, I think he's a referee that has the big flare pants. Oh, okay, yeah. The flare out at the ankles. And Mid-Atlantic didn't run like two weeks around Christmas. So they would just shut down the territory for two weeks because the houses were awful. But Memphis ran, and that's where Jackie Fargo was. <laughs> and they always said that Jackie Fargo had a crazy brother, just in completely insane roughhouse Fargo. And he's in a mental institution, and but they let him out of the mental Christmas. institution for Christmas. That's all wrestling, baby. <laughs> and every Christmas, Jackie Fargo would bring out his brother, Roughhouse Fargo. This was is crazy. why. It's a nice men- mental institution. This is why for, I love stuff like Camp Lee Frog and fucking <laughs> the wacky stuff. and yeah. Sanctuary because that's where this shit would still happen. Yeah. Like those storylines would 100% happen. So, so, so the big thing that got Captain Lou into acting was a movie called Wise Guys. And it was a Brian De Palma movie with Danny DeVito and Joe Piscopo, uh, an old Saturday Night Live guy. And it was like a mobster comedy movie. So he was in that. And yeah, he he did do a little bit of acting in the mid to late 80s. He was in one of the first things I saw him in was Body Slam. Oh, it was a it was a wrestling movie. It was he was basically playing himself. He was Captain Lou Morano. (laughs) Instead of Albano. Played a gangster twice in his career. No, no, he was a wrestling guy. I'm saying the wise guys. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, in 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 uh, in the Body Slam movie, he was Captain Lou Morano. I I have a soft spot for Body Slam. It's a bad movie, but it's a fun bad movie. Yeah, uh, it's uh Dirk Benedict. If you ever watched the A Team, he was Face on A Team, and he was also in the original Babylon. F- or, no, Battlestar Galactica. Where's Battle- Starbuck? Battlestar Galactica. He was Starbuck in Battlestar okay. Galactica, and so he's M. Harry Smilak, <laughs> a uh, a music manager, a record manager. And he's like this weasley guy. He's behind I've never all seen those. Body Slam. It's great. I've seen him both. It's great. Uh, Can you buy it? Like, is I, it, I, it was it was on YouTube you, for a little bit. You'd probably have to. I don't think it's on any streaming device. It was free on YouTube. For I'm a sure the bit. DVDs might be eight dollars on on Amazon or eBay. Probably eBay. You can so, get VHS. So like, yeah, his his uh, he's kind of washed out with music management. And he Is winds that, up. That's it. Yeah, he winds Blu-ray. up. Oh wow! He winds up inadvertently becoming a wrestling manager. <laughs> like he he signs this guy Rick Roberts, who's Roddy Piper. I have oh, that DVD. Yeah. I have No Holds Barred on DVD. That might be another. Maybe no we'll do. Maybe we'll, is, uh, we'll sneak in like Body Slam is infinitely better than No Holds Barred. Yeah, no Body Holds Slam is fun. Every now and then, like once a month, we should sneak in like Body Slam, No Holds Barred, uh, The yeah. Wrestler. <laughs> there, like we should couple, do. Yeah. We should um, do like we should talk the movie. No Holds Barred is really bad, but it's fun to watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of wrestlers in Body Slam. Like your main guys are Roddy Piper and his partner's Tonga Tom, which is uh, the Tonga kid, uh, Rikishi's brother and twin brother. Uh, speaking of that family mm-hmm. again, speaking of the Great Samoan family, Alpha and Sika are in the in the thing uh, are in the um, are in the movie as these uh, heavies for a uh, businessman that uh, Smilax screwed over because he never paid for his car, <laughs> and now he keeps just wrecking all of Smilax's cars. Uh, the the villains are uh, they're they're not the Road Warriors. They're called like the Cannibals. It's like Axe and Hammer or something oh, like that. God. And it's T. Joe Khan and the Barbarian. It's awesome. And Charles Nelson Riley plays now this. Now, bye uh, bye. <laughs> is is he Jim Barnett? Uh, no, he's <laughs> a talk. A he's a talk show host. Like they're like, um, we're gonna get you on Carson. He's like Johnny Carson. <laughs> no, Vic Carson. <laughs> it, it's, there's a wrestling talk show that's like supposed to be the number one show on television. It's a great movie. We, I could do a whole episode talking about Body well, that's Slam. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do an episode <laughs> on Body Slam. You just you just so anyway, Captain it. Lou was in that. He was on. He would do like. Whenever they would have the wrestling episode of a show, he was on a lot of those. He was on Hey Dude. Oh, wow. Hey Dude was on Nickelodeon. Yeah. 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 And because whenever they would do a wrestling episode of a show, it was always like 
somebody on the show somehow through some convoluted way has to be in a wrestling match. Yeah, and they're and they have a relative that happens to be a wrestler. Yeah. Insert so, Captain Little Battle or Vader. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our, our, our King Kong Bundy on Marriage King Kong Or Bundy. the Bushwhackers on Family Matters. Yeah. And they wound up having to wrestle Carl and Urkel. Yeah. And wasn't he just like a bee for some reason? They were wearing masks yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Captain Lou, like, they're doing a wrestler thing at the ranch, and the guy who owns the ranch, Mr. Ernst, winds up having to wrestle Captain Lou. And his big move is called, like, the Deep Six. I don't know why I remember this so vividly. <laughs> but it was basically the Avalanche. And they called it the Deep Six. And. And he's going to give Mr. Ernst the deep six, and he faints. Mr. Ernst faints. And so Captain Lou just hits the, the post and pass, and falls down and gets knocked out, and Mr. Ernst beats him. Melody was so hot, and then hey, dude, just wants to... That's, um, uh, what's his name's wife? Ben Stiller. Uh, ben Stiller's wife. If, did you ever see um, Dodgeball? Yes. The blonde, it's on Vince Va- Vaughn's yeah. team. She was Melody on Hey Dude. She also played Marsha Brady. Mm-hmm. In, the, in this reboot. Yeah. In the, uh, not in the, the original. Movie. Yeah, no, she's not Marie The McCormick. weird one that they... That the Marsha and... What's the oldest son? Or is it Brad? Together, yeah. Where they had like that weird scene in the Greg? attic where they were like into each other. Yeah. Then the reboot movie. You ever okay see the reboot because movie? they weren't blood related. Yeah, they weren't blood related. It was a little weird, okay. but they weren't yeah. blood related. A little strange. <laughs> well, in, in real life, the uh, the original Brady Bunch, uh, Greg was having a little thing with uh, Carol Brady, the mom. Whoa. Yeah, Barry Williams and Florence Henderson hey, had hey, like the, a little. And the mom was pretty good looking back then. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blame him. So, and then the thing, I this is literally the first thing I ever saw Captain Little Battle in because his wrestling thing, like all the stuff we were talking about, was a little before my time. 86 when he left, I was three. Uh, so he played Mario. Yes. Woo-hoo! In the around 88, 89, and I watched this religiously. Yes. He was, uh, they had the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, which is a cartoon, but wrapped around the cartoon parts, they did live action. Things with it was Mario so and Luigi. Good. Can we please bring that back on I like have, DVD or VHS? You can buy a DVD of that. It's on DVD. I actually have a DVD that's just the Zelda. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Because there would be Mario cartoons all week, and then on Friday it was Zelda. Zelda, yes. I gave that back to you, right? I think so. I hope so. Maybe not. Maybe it's here. I forgot I lent that to you. Yeah. Um, uh, double that, check, double that, check if you have it. That Zelda show. Oh, boy. Oh, it was bad. Princess, please, or whatever. Excuse said. me, oh, yeah. oh. princess. Oh, it's all. It's all. <laughs> Yeah, I remember uh, there is a skit where it's on YouTube where supposedly um, Luigi says to Mario or Mario says to Luigi, like, yo, you got tomato sauce on your walls. Fuck some out of with you. <laughs> but it like take, it, yeah. it flows so well yeah. that like you, know you don't realize it. he says I it. I think they even did a thing where Captain Lou Albano showed up because Piper was yes. on there. They would have wrestlers on. Yeah, sometimes. Captain Lou showed up and talked to Mario. Yeah, yeah, Captain Lou. I, no, I thought Mario had to leave, and oh, then yeah. Captain Lou, like, <laughs> like, oh, Mario's gonna be here's Captain Lou, and he's gonna like threaten Luigi. They had an apartment in New York, Mario. Luigi. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, was isn't the there an episode apartment? where they had like the missing Mario? They played off the the, the missing Mario thing. Oh, uh, this Mar- was, that was before Mario was missing. Yeah. that was a Super Nintendo. I game. know, but they did a skit on the thing where Mario was missing. Oh, did they? Oh, I maybe. believe so. Yeah. But yeah, and then uh, he was also in a movie called Stay Tuned, mm. uh, which a, a movie I liked as a kid for some reason. It had John Ritter and uh, Pam Dauber, who was Mindy on Mork and Mindy. Oh, okay. And uh, John Ritter's character is just like a, a couch potato obsessed with TV, and he buys this super big satellite dish. You can get all these crazy channels, but it's a portal to hell. Oh. And the TV salesman was the devil. Ooh, that's, and, that's cool. Sounds very 80s horror. It's just like early 90s, yeah, but it's not, it's a comedy. Oh. And they get sucked into the TV, and like they're on all these different channels, and one of the channels they had was like wrestling, and they had to wrestle Captain Lil Battle. <laughs> Love it. 
Uh, but then he does come. He does come back to wrestling in the mm-hmm. UWF, Herb Abrams UWF, for a little bit. He did an interview segment, and then he did come back to WWF in 1994. He's a baby face now. He looks a lot different. Yeah, he lost a lot of weight. He lost about 150 pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a health scare, and it. I think he cut down on the drinking a lot, and he cut down on the uh, the overeating a lot, and he wound up looking very different. He he lost about 150 pounds. He was wearing like a track suit most of the time. Yeah. Uh, and, and he managed one more set of tag team champions, and that would be the Head Shrinkers. Mm-hmm. He was a co-manager with Alpha, and the Head Shrinkers were Fatu, who became Rikishi, and Samu. Yeah. And uh, they beat the Quebecers, I want to say. That, and then the Samu, yeah. Samu ate that bad fruit. Wasn't the storyline where the bad fish probably it was bad fruit? He uh, when Samu left the head shrinker. Oh yeah, oh, and Sioni came. Yeah, yeah, the barbarian came. Not the barbarian. Yeah, Sioni. Head shrinker Sioni. When he ate the bad fruit. Oh, is that what it was? I, yeah, I, I believe no so. Yeah, he ate bad fruit. That was what they said on the commentary. Like he ate bad fruit or something. <laughs> yeah. So a battle was going around '95 because I think they, they were phasing out the head shrinkers at that point. Yeah, because by '96 they're doing like the making a difference. Yeah, and they st- late they were still wild savages too that couldn't talk which was a little passe yeah and even in 95 like eh, people i talk. loved it though and then they were, yeah it was cool but and then there were savages that couldn't talk but were baby faces yeah they were friendly savages that couldn't talk yeah but yeah but but then by like yeah by the end of 95 uh someone was gone and and they never made a, a captain lou um aljan or i mean the hasbro the, the, hasbro the yeah. he wasn't around at that point yeah he well, was they gone. had the head shrinkers yeah yeah but the managers didn't really get actually that sucks that he wasn't and he wasn't there that long and but they, they they did i had the captain lou aljan yeah the, the, the dog the, toy yeah the big ones yeah. yeah and so yeah but then he he would appear here and there uh for a few years his health did take a dip around like the uh, mid-2000s he had a heart attack in 2005 and he did pass um on October 14th, yeah. uh, I believe, or 13th or 12th, somewhere around this time of uh, 2009. Yeah. And he, he wasn't, and then they inducted him in the Hall of Fame at the first. Yeah, I think he was in one of those early classes yeah, the, the first 90s. Or second one, yeah. I mean, you have to. The guy, he's the he's probably a sole reason why WD, like, I mean, obviously Hogan's the big draw, but Lou Albano did the. Did yeah, if he doesn't the, meet Cindy Lauper on an airplane, who knows what happened? They, yeah. He did the legwork to get them in the mainstream, was, put them on MTV. For the time, yeah. And it's th- something we should also bring up with Lauper. Um, lifelong friends after that. They they stayed close. And Ain't that something? They were friendly for until until he passed. And he was in a lot more of her videos. He was in like She Bop and yeah. the one they did for the Goonies, like a Goonies, yeah. got something or another. <laughs> Uh, even like True Colors, I think he plays like a cook. That's like her serious song. Yeah, uh, he he was in a lot of her videos, and they, they they stayed friends, lifelong friends. Yeah, and I mean this is this is what we try to do here on Tornado Tag. Obviously, Captain Lou is a name that sticks in your head, um, but we we try to do the the deep dive to to bring more light to some of these unsung heroes of wrestling, and 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 talk about some topics. And if you enjoyed it. Please comment. Let us know what you thought. Let us know if we did a good job. If you can, go to our website. If you're on Apple, write a review. Those reviews help us so much to Absolutely. get in the algorithms. Um, we appeared about four, five or six times now in the top 250 mm-hmm. in Apple, and uh, it's because you just listen and you and just you help just out. And you do the and star you, review too. You don't yeah. have to say anything. Just pick you, the stars. Yeah, you could just enter. do the stars. If five star review goes a long way, but if you do write something, it, it does help. If you are listen, if if you are listening or watching live, make sure you go subscribe mm-hmm. or follow on on other platforms to help us out a little bit. It does help a lot, like YouTube, Twitch, or uh, or Spotify or anything like that. Um, yeah, man, that was a it was a fun topic. Yeah, yeah, such a a character. Yeah, and that's the greatest thing about wrestling. I mean, great matches are fun. When but you it's think the Captain Lou Albano, what's the first thing that pops in your head? 
uh, just his overall essence, like the rubber bands on the face. Yeah, the that's oh, that's yeah, and the, the, Hawaiian, the, the Hawaiian shirt. The, yeah. Hawaiian, the, the shirt Hawaiian shirt open. The beard, <laughs> no undershirt. The beard with the ties in it. Yeah. yeah. And just that over the top. And, and, and 80s wrestling, especially the WWF. Yeah, it had to be a cartoon. You were over the top. Yeah. And, and he was... More than any manager, I think. He was the one that would just jump through your screen like that. Uh, we also have on our website, if you go to the Tornado Tag page or you can do it on the IWP network, uh, there is on the bottom right-hand corner a little microphone will mm-hmm. pop up. If you click that microphone, you can leave us a, a voice promo. message. <laughs> Cut a or, promo. Or yeah. a promo. If you leave a promo or you leave us a voice message, I know there's some people out there who who have because we're living in this area. They have Captain Lou stored. I know Frank Boris said he has one. Yeah. Oh, wow. Maybe I'll uh, maybe next time we see Frank, maybe we'll film something real quick and he could tell us a story. I mean, that guy he, he he's the guy yeah. who takes photos and drives people yeah, around. Yeah, talking about drivers. He, he's somebody yeah. I want on the show really bad. I'm gonna reach. We're gonna talk to him next show and try to get that down. But um, if you have anything, if you have something you want to contribute and you're not joining us live in the chat, um, leave us a voicemail. We'll play it. Leave us a review. Mm-hmm. Put put your story in the review. Uh, it helps us out. Mm-hmm. And um, let's let's grow this baby. We have a lot of cool stuff coming up, and uh, we're we're very excited for it. Uh, anything in closing here? About Captain Lou. Uh, watch Body Slam. That, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, Everybody the, go watch Body Slam. Or the Mario right? show. But you can maybe yeah, skip the that, That's part. how we should do this. Yeah. Do the Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Andy, uh, when we get out of here. Yeah. Plugs. What do you got? Okay. So we, I forgot to show this. RFW. Okay. I said that right. It's RWF. Ah. RWF. Yeah. RWF. Yeah. RWF. Yes. And, uh, that's November 7th, Sunday night at HMAC in Harrisburg. Nice. I don't know who I'm wrestling yet, but uh, Lance Archer's going to be there. Justin Credible, Kobe Creole, and Tommy Dreamer. Wow. Well, yeah. Well, so, Tommy Dreamer's still coming. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I know, he got added to the show. Like, So I was like, oh, well, Oh, maybe hey. the prices went down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but Lance Archer. So, I mean, yeah. you can see Lance Archer for like 20 bucks at HMAC. So it's, it's upstairs. Sick. It's pretty AEW, cool. AEW. Uh, he, did, he, did he ever win that? No, title? he won the IWGP US title yeah. on AEW. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, also, you can see Andy on Truth Behind Illusion as well as Not Cool in High School. We just wrapped up our episode with um, Elvira, Minis- uh, Mistress of the Dark mm-hmm. movie review. Really fun. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So check us. Check. Uh, you'll you'll see just as much as you see Andy on Thursday nights live on this network. You'll see him on Tuesdays yeah, between Tuesday Not Cool in High School and Truth Behind Illusion. I'm like Triple H. I don't want to work Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah. You don't work. Brian doesn't work Tuesdays. Yeah. He rec- he film he I records his show on Tuesdays. Yes, I do. I, uh, yeah, that that's my. I, I plug projectuminate.com earlier. You can find my other shows there or follow us on Facebook, Instagram. It's uh. Murder My Dude is uh, at Murder My Dude on Instagram and Twitter, but on Facebook, they don't like you to put murder in your name. Oh. So it's at Podcast My Dude. Or if you search Murder My Dude, you'll find it. It'll pop up. If you search Cheesesteak Suplex, you'll find it. Uh, fun shows. Murder My Dude is true crime. Very comedic tw- uh, twist on it. And then Cheesesteak Suplex, we talk about geek stuff, wrestling. Yeah. Usually what we do is like, because there's a break in between the first half of the show is wrestling, then it's like, if you're just here for the wrestling, see you later. <laughs> and I hope you enjoy the show. And then we usually talk about like games okay. or... Now, you know, the thing like is, that. you you guys are talking fig feds. Yeah. Uh, if you if you really want to kick off your fig fed again, there is a I don't. There is a <laughs> there is a Kickstarter mm-hmm. coming up, and it is run by Matt Cardona. Uh huh. And if you pay for the Kickstarter, uh-huh. the first thing you're going to get is two referees. They're going to do a indie ref, oh. a new age ref, or an old school ref. Is the and, new age ref Billy Gunner Road Dog? 
It, it is neither. Oh. It kind of looks like um, Chris Bankos, to be honest. Oh, with that's you. cool. Yeah, I would buy a Chris Bankos action. Oh, figure. I would one hundred percent. Or Chris Levin action. Figure. Yeah, can we make Chris Levin, Adam Gall, Ref Gina, yeah. and, and 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 Chris Bankos toys? Because I want one. I forget who said it, but I think it was Alex. Uh, we were we were uh, we were doing some stuff with the Camp Leapfrog people, and I we, somebody said I think it was Alex. It might have been Maestro. That we need to have uh, Chris Levin as one, two, three kid ref. There you go. I like it. It's great. Um, but the uh, if you kickstart this, I don't know. You you probably find that on Kickstarter. But if you kickstart this, it had the goal is the two referees. We're mm-hmm. going to make referee figures. But if it hits its goal, like the stretch goals are more figures. Oh, okay. So the stretch goals, if it keeps well, going, well, I know they're starting their own figure. Like I think it's called Legends of Wrestling or something like yep. that. And, and they, they are going to make figures for independent people. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's their goal is to get independent yeah, wrestlers their own do, action figures. Uh, figures uh, make wrestling figures of, of characters that never had a figure. Yes. Um, which there's a bunch of them that would be really yeah. cool to own. Uh, so even if you're you're not uh, in a fig fed and you want to collect, go check out Matt Cardone's podcast. He's doing cool things. Since he's left WWE, he can he has a lot more opportunities to do fun his, stuff. His work in GCW has just been off yeah. the charts. Yeah, amazing. His stock is really the stretch goal is going to be a security guard. Oh, <laughs> it will be a um, once again the internet champion. Yes, a, a ring a ring announcer, and then I believe Gary Malkovich figure wrestling fans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me let me see. Let me just double check this before I put it out there and I look like an idiot. It's I was on. I literally seen it today. <laughs> on I'll give him money if he's going to make the Brian action figure. Hey, the Kickstarter was canceled. Uh, yeah, but they are making. He was on Jericho's podcast talking about how he wants to make uh, this. Uh, the first figures are uh, Zach Cardona and uh, Matt Ryder. Or Zach Cardona, Matt Cardona. Yeah. And now, Brian Myers. Now, yeah, I, Myers, now yeah. I obviously I pull it up and I can't find it. I'm an idiot. I don't know. But there's a stretch goal. There's a thing going on right now. If you check it out, uh, it is it is on there. I'm trying to see here. It's not on his. Maybe it's on Matt Cardona. I did very maybe, recently. Maybe it's Indiegogo. At the, at the last Outbreak show, I did buy, for the first time in like 10, 15 years, I bought a wrestling figure. Yeah, yeah, you did. I bought the uh, Bobby Heenan, the weasel suit. Yeah. Uh, so definitely go check that out. There's a really cool thing there if you're into the fig feds. Uh, the AEW man, they, they they might lock me in to start grabbing some toys. I, I don't know. They're just so cool. Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm past. Though. I want. I have I, I have, have, to buy, I have too much crap already. I have to buy a fucking ring so I can get my Aubrey toy. Because <laughs> a lot of it is where do you put the figure? You know, like, like I, I take them out many... of the box. They're not staying in. If I own, oh he's playing with them. He's yeah. totally playing. If with I them. if I if I own them, they're coming out of the box. I want to maybe do like Ariel Hawani does and put them on the table. But they fall over too quick, so I gotta they, get like. Stand. They do unless you get like a little stand. Yeah, I own one. To- I own one action figure. I own Orange Cassidy. Nothing's coming up on until Dick until that Chris Allender is made, and mm-hmm. until I mean that Brute Baker bloody face one's really cool. That is. I pre-ordered cool. that one. Yeah, I want to get the Nyla one. Nyla's is cool. One. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff we'll talk. You'll talk about on the Fig Fed. Yeah, that'll be coming out this Sunday at midnight. So uh, Saturday and the Sunday at midnight. Wrestling so. toys have evolved, man. Like the interchangeable hands and faces, yeah. it's crazy. So we talked about uh, Fig Feds. We talked about our Fig Fed that we had when we were too old to be playing with wrestling <laughs> figures. Uh, and then we uh, we also talked about like uh, 80s and 90s. Like, Would you give your toys tub uh, baths? Um, when I was younger, <laughs> yeah, yeah, when I was like six, seven, play with them in the, the LGNs, yeah, a lot of my LGNs, the paint started to, oh boy, to yeah. go on them a little bit. I know a lot of people would take like a marker and make them bloody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the wash it has to be a washable marker. Yeah, yeah. fuck up and you yeah. put a permanent one. Your your toys yeah, bloody, bloody forever, yeah, forever. <laughs> the ones that just wipe right off. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, we would do like um, where we also cover like eighties and nineties play sets and things oh, like that. Nice. For, like, just more broad toys. That's like non There's thing. some big money in toys, especially eighties and nineties. Mm-hmm. Dude, fucking Walmart. That the toy section is not even for. 
kids anymore. Yeah, those yeah. Andre, those Hasbro Andre, I had like one or two of them. I and then never I find one. I, I, um, they got broken or lost over time, and then I went to a, the toy store and like they're a hundred bucks. Like, I yeah, lost a lot of them classic toys go for a lot. I lost my entire wrestling and NASCAR toy. Oh like, I had all the NASCAR diecasts. Okay, I lost everything in a house fire. Yeah, so like a part of me is as if this podcast ever blows up. You buy I, that stuff. I would go back and buy my I, childhood. I, I bought a lot of toys that I lost as a kid or yeah. had that's, traded or something. Yeah, that's what Kevin Smith did. He sold all these comics and stuff. Well, that's and what I did. I, and and, and the things I had as an adult. Back. Like the pop figures, I sold them all to start this podcast. Yeah. So if this blows up, once I once I can cover the cost of equipment, <laughs> you start to buy the toys. You have. If would... it blows up, it's Masha's fault because yeah, she brought dynamite. dynamite. Yeah, there it is. Um, yeah, check out Project Humanoid. Check out Andy Header on the other shows. Check out the IWP Network. www.iwpnetwork.com. Check out the Sanctuary. Uh, we will be. Uh, what, what is the official website? Because John posted like seven websites. He, he's official? bought a ton of domains. He just bought all these domains. So when you search that domain, oh, that's okay, come on. So if you type in like wnep.art, yeah, it takes you to sanctuary. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, he, I don't, so the official website I think it might be the sanctuary. But yeah. I'm not, I'm not. there's sanctuary.com, sanctuary.gay, sanctuary.art. Yeah, a lot of. Um, and then there's shows all like every, every Sunday, just about. Dude, the and fucking some Fridays. The so. stories there are so much fun. Mm-hmm. The like, uh, listen, I think more people need to come and see it live. Yes, because it's a good time. Yeah, man. and it's five dollars. You know, it's so much fun. I know it's not, but when you come, don't expect to see a wrestling show. They well, are, I mean, but you mean you get wrestling, but, but it's I'm not your normal. It, wrestling, so let's say that yeah. you're getting you're getting a production. They're filming. They, they're what they're doing is filming something that they put together later on. Yeah. So even what you're watching live on Facebook, you may see sometimes they cut, be like, cut. We need to do this. We need to fix the cameras because the overall goal is to edit a good product. Yeah. That when the season's done, it comes out as like, a full like season. Like the last time when uh, yes. Matt Quay and uh, I forget their guy's name when they won the tag titles. Jordan Paco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they won the tag titles, he said, "Come back out. We need to get that shot again." Or you yeah. guys leaving the title. So when so. you're there live or you're watching live yeah. on Facebook, you're gonna see stuff like you, that because you're the, very much in a studio audience, right? Exactly. Yes. It is. Treat it like cool. a studio yeah, audience, yeah, yeah. which and, is fun. And uh, it is Sanctuary Stunt Studio. Okay. Dot com. Yeah, and I think it just takes you to their Facebook yeah. page. Yeah, come hang out with us. We're all we're for the most part we're always there. Come see us live. And it's that a is good time. One seventy two North Wyoming Street in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. If there's a just PB- look for the big church. Yeah. If there's a PPW <laughs> crowd uh, uh, show, you can see us there. If there's an outbreak show, ninety mm-hmm. percent of the time we're going to be there. Uh, we, we, and even there, yeah, go check out that true wrestling. We're show. starting to, really good. We're starting to dive into the Jersey crowd. Oh my! We might be making appearances at Titan. Okay. We're going to see our first Titan show coming up. Yeah. Um, we've been uh, coming. We're looking into some backbreaker show we want to come mm-hmm. see. Uh, we're always at Camp Leapfrog, so you can see us there. Uh, there's a lot of stuff you can go check us out at. We 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 do a lot of behind-the-scenes shit, not just a podcast. We help film shows. We help produce it. We mm-hmm. do commentary. Um, it's It's been a great journey. And a lot oh, yeah, of this it, guy wrestles sometimes, too. Yeah, yeah this guy wrestles. Ever wrestles I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Um, but yeah, Andy Henner. But we, we do a lot of fun stuff, man, and it's 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 uh, it's been a fun journey. We're coming up on our third year now on this podcast, and it's exciting. And we want to thank you all for the journey. Thank you all for hanging out. Um, yeah, just support the network, IWPnetwork.com. Support the other shows that we have on here, and we'll see you guys next time. Uh-huh. Tornado Tag Podcast. We're out of here. If my mouse turns back on. <laughs> <laughs> Do the Mario! <laughs>